started with a dream and it ended in a nightmare. <laughs> Welcome to the second anniversary <laughs> special <laughs> for the Fake Nerd Podcast. What the shit? <laughs> Welcome to our living nightmare. <laughs> what? What? Oh, I'm God. Brandon T. McClure. With me, as always, is Ben Magnet. I'm so confused right now. And then Ryan Eliopoulos joined hey, a little bit later. Hey, what's up? I'm in a nightmare. <laughs> and Sparkplug <laughs> Witty. Welcome to my nightmare, We're always gentlemen. introducing level of importance. <laughs> no, I, I chose because of the, 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 best the, the second anniversary thing on the way you all entered the podcast. That oh. is the order you always introduce us in. Oh, no. You. You true, always introduce true. us in that order. Really? Yeah. Oh. Social constructs are forming right now. Oh, no. I'm oh, sorry, no, guys. No. Well, you know. I, I literally don't think about it until it's coming out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is my, uh, the, the implication is this is my living nightmare. Welcome. Hey, if this is a nightmare, there's a lot of cool movies and comic books, so it well, can't be that bad. What Brandon like is trying to say trying to is that like he doesn't like our fandom. Oh. No, I was trying to make it more like, <laughs> a, like a scary movie. I don't think it worked out. Have you no. seen a scary movie? It's pretty funny. No. Oh. Like that. <laughs> 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 Bitches be tripping. No, you, just, yeah. you just made it sound like, you know, it was a really neat idea. This is what it's become. Wah, wah. Uh, <laughs> oh, we're all Eeyore now. Great. <laughs> hey, guys. I guess we'll talk about hey, nerd stuff. Hey, what about the idea where we get a group of people, a group of extraordinary people to well, fight you know the what? Initially, I was going to start that, dollars. but we already did that for the Avengers. I did know, you guys I ever know. see the little ad that was on Instagram? I don't know if it was anywhere else, of Sam Jackson starting that same speech, and then Craig T. Nelson is sitting next to him, and he's like, that's the wrong movie. What? No. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, so no. It was, and then it's an ad for The Incredibles 2. <laughs> Oh, it's oh. because it's Craig T. Nelson, the voice of Mr. Incredible, uh-huh. and he's sitting next to him, and he interrupts him before he can say uh, uh, stuff, more stuff about the Avengers. He's so like he's talking he, about the wrong movie. So he says there was an idea. Hey, but, but, Sam, wrong movie. Yeah, oh. it goes it goes a little deeper into it, and it's like this high setup, and uh-huh. then uh, Craig I'm T. Nelson sitting next up. to Sam Jackson, and he's like, "That's not that's the wrong movie." <laughs> <It's> fantastic. <laughs> I need to see <laughs> this. Um, when well, they're both owned by Disney, you can do that. <laughs> <laughs> True. Well, in all seriousness, this is uh, probably my favorite thing I do in my life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sorry, Zara. Oof. We took th- we took this day from the Lord. <laughs> Man, anything I say is just gonna. Sh- <laughs> is this the favorite today. thing you do in your life, Ben? Uh, say yes. Let's all get in say trouble yes. with our girlfriends. Come on. <laughs> no. Ryan's fine. He's I'm just great. gonna get in trouble with his grandma. Nah, my hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because apparently his grandma is a belt winning MMA fighter. fighter. Yeah. Hey, she kicked a lot of ass. Um. <laughs> You know, before we get started, I just want to say thank you all for two years of doing this. This has been, it's been, uh, it's been a wide. This has been a. That's I crazy. said this has been a wide. I, I mean, meant to say this has been a wild, wild ride. I feel like I've lost I mean, weight, like but whatever. A year and a few months for me, I think. Yeah. Not not two full. Look, years you know what? Just go with that it. I was here. Just roll with it, bro. What's I started guesting like halfway through the first year. Yeah. Well, he didn't show up till episode three, so that's like, Ooh, that's a couple episode weeks. three, like yeah. he missed two weeks. True, <laughs> yeah. Three. I missed. I'm I missed a late like, bloomer. I missed most of the first year. Yeah. Eh. It was three weeks because we didn't have a podcast the second, the third week. Oh, yeah. Is that true? I don't know. There is. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, we can talk candidly about how the show started. Can we? <laughs> we can. We, and we did that yell last that? time. Oh, <laughs> that was the first year. We bounced around it. Oh, okay. <laughs> so oh, you're talking. Okay. Well, so <coughs> like, look. Oh, uh, I see what you're saying. And I can't all, believe it's and, been two years. And Do all, we need to give another? Yeah. Look, in all budget. seriousness, I'm really glad that uh, the four of you. Wow, the three of you do the, the show with us. me. We're the fan force. Um, this has been a uh, lot of fun. Now I don't want torch torch anymore. <laughs> Doesn't he torch? Shut up! Don't don't enable him. Obviously, not this time. Um, but yeah, I'm it's just too hot to handle. Just, just, <laughs> long long-winded way of saying thank you, guys. Hey, thank you, man. 
Yeah, no. I was going to talk nerdy Thank to somebody. You, so you're, you're the one who took the initiative to start this. Yes. Well, well actually, yeah, because you were planning this with me for a while, and then finally the stars aligned. And, uh, you know what? Actually, technically, uh, Alan... Alan. Is the one who took the initiative is, for us. Technically, he did. Yeah. Is, is now when we tell Ben that it was me who was originally supposed secretly. To be in his He's spot. the Palpatine. <laughs> Palpatine's behind it all. No, so, no actually, actually, this is where I tell all of you that I was kind of cheating on all of you. Uh, I have, I approached all three of you separately about starting a podcast. Yeah. Well, wow. I know I talked to you about wanting to do something. You de- you 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 approached me. You yeah. were like, I want to do a podcast. We were do we that were at the store. That sounds like together. Ryan. Yeah, <laughs> we were at the store. We, it was just after you left the store, and you're like, I want to I want to talk nerdy with someone, and you're the only person I know. Yeah. And you you yeah. snuck around with me about it uh, over the years Sneaky. after after recordings passed away, and you started more and more. The more you and I talked, you were like, Do you ever think about? And I'm like, No. <laughs> <laughs> oh well look how that turned out buddy um, but yeah it, i know i got sucked in eventually it yeah. wasn't until you did nerdgasm oh we can say it now yeah i don't care <laughs> um it wasn't until you did nerdgasm look we've made amends we've we've yeah. shook hands yeah bridges br- br- bridges are very very slowly being rebuilt because yeah. let's talk to us <laughs> listen i thought you said britches <laughs> <laughs> let's just say shit bridges. went down it didn't go down well well, nobody. And I'm sure nobody remembers or listened to us back then. But we had two episodes out uh, before everything exploded. I yeah, did. I remember. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're the only one. If <laughs> we put you on the show, I remember. Uh, we 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 had two episodes out, and then we uh, and everything exploded with nerdgasm. Um, uh, because we were initially on that site, we were going to be yeah. a spin off. Good of use nerdgasm. of words, gasms, and exploding. Yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> And it was unintentional. It was. Um, and then, uh, like most explosions, yeah. Because Ben started there yeah. with um, Alan, Alan and Storm and Norman. Yeah, well, he... F- well, Which, by the way, is a character in A Christmas Horror Story. I just want to point that out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but because um, originally it was just me and Alan, and then we brought uh, Norman on, and uh, eventually he was like, hey, how about you? Because you would, o- you would like live text I would live me. text you because you were so wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And it bugged me a lot. <laughs> that happened a lot. <laughs> and uh, then... Now it happens on the air. <laughs> Except one time where you wouldn't defend your like of the Lord of the Rings. I've regretted that to for them. a long time. I was like, I even rewatched... No! I even, no! I you even, defend that! I even rewatched Lord of the... I even rewatched the entire trilogy of Lord of the Rings. Except Return of the King. I don't have the extended cut for that. And that hurts my soul. But I'm rewatching those movies. I'm thinking... Past Ben, you effing idiot! Yeah. <laughs> Just like because 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 smack myself uh, upside the head. Because Alan and Norman, they don't like the Lord of the Rings. I mean, you don't. Ha- I mean, that's fine. And I no, but the thing, well, what I what I kept texting you was like you were you were like uh, because you had this thing. Well, you had this thing uh, where you would be like, I really like those. No, Ben, they're terrible. Mm, I guess you're right. <laughs> um, and then I don't know. I never saw it <laughs> <laughs> or that. And then you would, and then you would say, you, "You remember that, but you don't remember an angry guy coming up to us at Earth too." No, I remember things that are important. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh shit! Welcome to the nightmare. That's why he keeps you around, Ben. Oh, you uh, remember the things that he can't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and he I, wants to be in my mind. My mind is not a smart place. And or, so then and that so went bad. <laughs> your mind is not a smart place. <laughs> You said it. <laughs> I did. I wonder. I did that out. So God you, damn so it. you, because you were like, oh, I guess you're right. Lord of the Rings isn't very good. And I was well, like, no, no. You I was fight for what you, you believe. Like, you defend that, sir. <laughs> and now I will defend that to the day. Pa- the Lord fandoms, r- fandoms weren't even as scary back then. <laughs> no, they weren't. <laughs> and I will defend Lord of the Rings till the day I die. The Hobbit. That's you're gonna defend loitering. Lord of the. R- oh, fuck. 
<laughs> Britches. So, uh, uh, so yeah, that was. So then, so then we 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 decided to start a show together. Nerdgasm feels like it has a title that would be more important than Nerdgasm actually is. Oh, it's explosive. I'm just saying, like you know, answer. like you expect that to be something that's up on the level of like Nerdist or Collider. Yeah, it's a good name. It's not. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good name though. Shit. Yeah. Well, uh, have I have I I I have no personal. I, no, I, I know no, I know no you guys. don't, but I am scared that uh, uh, Alan is gonna. Well, it's my opinion, not true. His. True, it's yours. What are they it's yours. Do? do they even I listen? Don't know. I don't know. I doubt it. I don't think so. I don't want to. I don't want to fight a dinosaur Yo, on a okay, plane. Okay, look, there is there is <laughs> only one person. There is only one person. Brandon didn't get it. I did. <laughs> there is only one person who listens to their show in this room, and that's you. <laughs> <laughs> He's pointing at Ben. <laughs> yeah. So, hey man, he can he can listen to what he wants to listen to, man. So, I do not think conversely anybody on their show listens to our show. Most likely. As far well, as I we're know. We're probably going to find out. Probably. We'll find out now. <laughs> well, anyway, I, I, and, and I will reiterate that opinion I stated is my own. The sparks. The opinions stated in this Come at in me, this I'm a puppet. <laughs> the opinions stated in this podcast are of the of the or of the person who spoke them who speaks them and not the opinions of Puppets the show. I'm, I'm just saying, like when you okay, so. my my whole perspective on it was just when you guys first told me about nergasm, I'm like, oh, that sounds like that's probably like a big big deal, right? <laughs> it wasn't. It was. Uh, and like, no, so this is all in good fun. We're not. We are. We're not attacking them. We're we. No. I want them to keep doing their show. Please keep doing their show. I'm not saying people should not be doing this. No, maybe not. Please. No. Uh, look, at the end of the day. At the end of the day, there was a This rift. wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for them. Yeah, exactly. true. This would not have exactly. us two years together would not have happened because so of that. So that's the, so that's the thing that I'm trying to get at is the rift happened. Um everything blew up. And I won't detail exactly what cuz a lot of it is personal. Yeah. Um but we, between Alan and I, we got into a big fight and we decided to split. But banana. I didn't want to stop doing the show. Because I had st- because we had already put out two episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them sounds like garbage. Uh, the other one hey, that's fifty percent. That doesn't sound much better. Thirty-three um, percent. We had horrible equipment back then. We used your laptop for the first episode. We did, this, and it was shit. Yeah, that was rough. I'm scared to look this at the back. This is to where secretly one. I came in, because Brandon came to me and asked me after the second episode and all of this happened. You told me that you just didn't feel like doing it. You didn't want to do it, and I'm like, I really like the first two episodes. You should just do it on your own. Yeah. Boom. That's right, and we did. And uh, so, but you were gone. As so I decided, let's take a week break and let's let's try to reevaluate, see yeah. if we should move on uh, or and not. P- and then Batman vs Superman came out. And then Batman vs <laughs> Superman. Yeah. No, uh, uh, so then you were on a vacation, so I needed yeah. someone someone's help. So I asked Ryan. I'm glad I got to <laughs> that. That was my first episode. <laughs> and we talked talk about, about fandom, dude. I never got to really talk about it and yeah. it's probably for the best yeah. yeah we talked about the bvs ultimate edition i gave it like a six i have <laughs> never seen it and never will i still haven't seen it and Listen, like i could still watch that movie for some reason i don't know why the faint Spark- faintest of praise for what they're able to do with what the movie was and what they turned it into not high praise a polished turd is still a turd yes but it's super shiny <laughs> <laughs> it's a shiny turd so shiny <coughs> it glistens um, in the sun. You can see it more easily, so uh, you don't step just in like it. Edward. <laughs> so, yeah. but the reason why I bring up like I kept live tweeting you mm-hmm. uh, is because Sparks 
would then live tweet me. Not, oh. not live tweet, would then live text me. <laughs> not live. <laughs> well, no, but, but you would. As you were listening, you would text me. It's like, wrong, wrong. I, would, uh-uh. I, I listened at work, and so I'd be standing in there, and I'd be like, well, this is not right at all. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he would, I think I saw the thread. It was like, wrong, wrong. Shut the F up, Ben. Wrong, wrong. Jesus, H, F, in Christ, Ben, you are so wrong, wrong, you, you wrong. You're very hard on yourself. A lot of wrong. No, it was, about, it was a lot about me. Like, one time I, I said, Oh, did I say that Anna Kendrick was in Bad Moms or something like that? You said, like, totally the wrong actress. Uh, I think it was something... You meant Lily James. No, that was more recent. Oh, okay. But it was someone It was someone way, way, way later. Way, way, way back. You you totally flat out named the wrong yeah. actress entirely, and you were wholehearted, like, about it. And <laughs> and I was like, man, that is way not right. So, <laughs> no, so I, I decided that, you know... You know, history repeats itself. Yeah. <laughs> and Sparks came on the show. <laughs> um, I, 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 you know, we don't have to talk about going forward. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about it a little later. But I just want to say I'm, I'm very much looking forward to uh, Sparks being down here in a more permanent. Heck yeah! Uh, yeah. I like not being way. on a phone. It's nice. I like genuinely, not having on a phone. Genuinely, it's it's not as fun to do it when I can't see all of you and oh, of course. look at you and talk to you. Yeah. Right. I, I feel disconnected. It's also. Uh, there's like a slight audio delay. It makes it hard for me to fully communicate. Yeah. So I was actually, I'm actually glad you brought that up. Uh, Cause like, I think the chemistry between the four of us in this room together mm-hmm. is really good and really fun. But when it's the three of us and you on the phone, it does kind of, Mess up the chemistry. Because we want, sound, we want sound, you. It sounds like I'm about to get fired if I no. <laughs> <laughs> like we want you in Sparks, the. We want you hold in my the, hand. You this, are the weakest link. Intervention. Goodbye. Uh, <laughs> that's we, an old reference. Here's my rose. We want you in the conversation, but like I said, when you're on the phone, like the one-to-one instant tra- uh, transmission, like instant tra- transmission, tra- transmission. <laughs> the instant communication God, isn't there. I love you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, God, I'm such a nerd. Oh my god. Uh, but like, we're having a, th- a three-way conversation, and we have to like stop so we can get your involvement because like it's just not there because you're on the phone. Yeah. yeah. So you can't yes. just like jump in like we no, like I we can't. do. Yeah. Um. I, like I said, we have a really good show. Yeah. Well, that's we have a fine show. That's <laughs> why. That's why. <laughs> uh, that's why I insisted that I be here in person for this. So yes. Yeah. And I wouldn't have yeah. done it if you weren't. Like and honestly, also, and also would be for the hundredth. Episode. Yeah. Like honestly, I I wouldn't have done a second anniversary episode if we couldn't get you on the show. Oh, yeah. we'd have postponed it because I wanted all four of us to be here. Yes, yeah. Yeah. very, very Um, so yeah, it made me lose my bet with Fanny tonight, so that works. That's Much on you. You should, you should go two years later. This I should have taken. I should have taken your bet that Kingdom Hearts three was going to be out in 2018. I should have. <laughs> <laughs> That was uh, a more likely bet. I was really yeah. confident of it, and I was like, I'm pretty confident of it, but yeah. I won't do that bet. And then you go to the concert, and they reveal tw- January 29th, 2019, and you're like, Ben owes me 10 bucks now. No, all I could think was, God, Ben Ben really hates that he's not here. Yeah. <laughs> I ben told you, really he's hates still, that he's, he's not still here. upset that he didn't go to the Avantasia concert. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm more I'm bummed that I missed it, and also I'm bummed that I wasn't able to go to, to the um, Kingdom Hearts mm-hmm. concert. Uh, but it's I'm, I'm hopefully advantageous. Yo, man, that was simple com- and clean. Was simple and clean good? So they didn't. Well, they didn't play that uh, live, but they did play the instrumental of it. Oh, uh, the dear. orchestral instrumental of All it. All right. How was dearly beloved? Really pretty. They All played. Right. Uh, they played the um, two or town o- town remix version okay. from Kingdom remix. Hearts X. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's uh, from a different show. Uh, <laughs> never mind. Um, Not relevant. All right. So, like last year, we did uh, we did kind of segments that we didn't get a chance to talk about over the year over the last year. Uh, so, what a year it's been, guys! I know 
Mm-hmm. I think this last year of the podcast, I mean, I know I've been here the whole time this time, <laughs> but I think this last year of the podcast was was pretty good. Yeah, I agree. Pretty strong yeah. year for the podcast. I agree. Kind of know what we're doing a little more. Yeah. 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 Got great equipment. I we still pretend to interviews. know what I'm doing. I'm very good at pretending to know what I'm doing. You're doing great. Uh, Fooling me. What do we want to oh, do? We want to say like what our favorite bits from, la- from last year was. Ooh, because I got mine right away. Ooh. What I was yours? My all-time favorite. I know what it is. Oh, mate, do you? Probably guess. Uh, interviewing Andrea Romano. Yeah. Damn it, yeah, that was really good. That's it. Yeah. That, I, that's I was really it. sure. I, yeah. I I know that that was a big get for you. That was that was so be. special to me. I'm yeah. really bummed I couldn't have been part of that one. Yeah. I actually. But you guys did a good job. Well, you. you guys know I listen to us at work just to help. Keep the time Look, by. I don't even listen to us. <laughs> I listen to us when when I miss it, and sometimes I listen to us on repeat. Like I listen when to I us driving, when we're when I'm drunk. When I was driving here, I listened to our uh, movie sequels we'd like to see again, and I was like, you know, we're pretty good at this at this. Yeah, point. that dude where's my car reference is real good, right? Yeah, <laughs> good job, right? But the, what I was saying is like the Andrea Romano interview is the one I listen to quite a bit because man, I just love listening to her talk about her career. Yeah, it's just so good. I uh, oh, so funny, Sparks. I thought of his stupid dude. Where's my car sequel? And I was <laughs> uh, like, what if the sequel was Car? Where's my dude? I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, sorry. It's a car mashup. Uh, but yeah, the Andrea Romano thing was was uh, was so special to me, and uh, I still have the recording of when she uh, because so we don't obviously we splice it together to be an interview. Yeah, but like when she first like when we start recording, but I will always record the whole conversation. So I have something to, to edit, mm-hmm. but like when she opened, when she answered that phone, and she goes, "Hi, Brandon." I'm like, "Oh, this is That's so my ringtone." Yep. <laughs> I I genuinely love anytime I'm here recording in person. Same. I just like doing that, but I really like whenever we do something that's not. I like doing the movie reviews and the show reviews. I love doing that stuff with you guys, but I really like when we find like a topic that's related to nerd culture and we're just kind of talking about that. And not necessarily reviewing a movie or a specific thing. Like our thing. Dark Universe discussion from a little bit back. Yeah, like where we're where we're just kind of riffing off of something larger rather than specifically reviewing a project. I agree. Yeah. I really, I, I, I really enjoy doing those. that. Not that I want us to stop doing the reviews. I like doing the reviews too. No more movies. We have a lot that of opinions said, to no share. No more reviews. <laughs> we have a lot of opinions to share, and I like hearing them, and I like the discussions we have. But I really like when we venture out of that. Like from last time week's to time. episode, we talked about fandom. Where we talked about fandom. Yeah. 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 I really like when we venture yeah. out from it from time to time. But I think my favorite memory right now of this past year has got to be when we did gift exchange and Ben got three of the same shirts. Yes. Oh, oh. power line. Yes. <laughs> oh, I still listened to that moment from that episode and crack <laughs> up. That is a good moment. I forgot about Yes. That. Yeah. Uh, I learned my lesson. We got a lot of, <laughs> we got a lot of good feedback from, from that yeah, bit did. specifically. Really? Yeah. Uh, Zara, for instance, like texts to me is uh-huh. like, this is giving me so much life right now. Oh, <laughs> missed. That was a well, funny I bit. I now have learned my lesson. I really like that we were able to pull that off. Me too. Without him knowing, knowing, like three times you were like, "No, it wouldn't happen a third time." I'm so <laughs> glad I got that joke box. No, Sparks, thanks for using the because I took the joke box. I used it on my brother's present. I got him You're a bottle. Welcome, yeah, Isn't that cool? I got him a bottle of whiskey, and he opens it up. He literally looks. He's like, "What the f is this?" Yeah, <laughs> and my mother and my girlfriend are there. We just couldn't stop laughing. He's like, "Are you for real? Did you?" And he always is like, "Oh, okay, Surprise. it's whiskey." Yeah. <laughs> it was nice. Yeah, uh, that that power line thing is really great. 
I will now not put uh, my Christmas wish list on Snapchat. And yeah, send that it to was all so three stupid. Of you. <laughs> send it to everybody. You it wasn't just it. that you sent it to the three of us. You sent it directly to us and, and as a story. On, and on my story. Guys. I'm, I'm surprised. <laughs> Did anybody else get you that shirt? No. I'm legitimately surprised. Look at your real friends are. That's all I'm saying. We got them. I think one of my friends. We got what you wanted. No, yeah. one of my friends asked about it, but then I re-gifted one of the shirts to her because she wanted it. So I was like, you I got bitch. Oh shit! Yeah. I had three. It was definitely of them. the one Brandon got you. I don't know. I think I mixed. To be fair, I mixed them up, so I didn't know which was who was who. How, how could you not know? But it was still that the those, one that Brandon that got. That you. those three exactly identical shirts were not from each of us. We planned it. Like I put the serial a dot and everything. on mine, so that you would know that it was mine. He did. He's very thorough like that. I wanted you to know. Where's the dot? I don't know. On the tag. My, I I really, uh, not to steal uh, from any of yours, so I'll say, uh, I really enjoyed talking to Ken Napsok. I love Star Wars. That was I, fun. And I just love nerding out with someone who is bigger nerd than me, which is not possible. It's, I really it's really liked, hard for someone to over-nerd me, I man. really liked how you were... Just how you, he was just like, what's this guy's name? Yeah. yeah. You know, that's another episode I'll actually listen yeah. to on repeat I, quite a bit. Uh, yeah. I've, that I one wish, was a lot of fun. I wish I could have been here in person for yeah. that one. I w- hopefully we can get that him was, back that on. Was, that I would fun. love to have him get, have him back on. Also, uh, uh, again, uh, talk about Last Jedi. Uh, I really enjoyed our conversation on Last Jedi. I thought it was really uh, insightful and in depth. Part of me was kind of hoping we could get him on for our solo review. But that was yeah. one of my favorite reviews that we did was Last Jedi because yeah. of, I think because that's the only one we've done where we actively Period. changed one of our own opinions yeah. in it, which was yours, Ryan. Yeah, and it was and where you, guys you were like started actually in depth. Where and half you of helped. the podcast you're arguing one way, and then you're like. Oh man, nope. Yeah, I changed my mind. Yeah, I'm, I'm on a different mind. It was now. really nice, was and really that was really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that one a lot. Especially stuff, for guys. such a major controversial film this past yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. I um, I uh, I guess I can get a little personal. In man, this. that was six months ago. Yeah. yeah. Holy crap! I guess I can get a little personal Do in, it. in this one because it is our anniversary, and this is really just for Happy us. Happy anniversary, baby. Everybody. Um, I uh, I had a really. So it should be no surprise to all of you that I go to therapy. Yes. Um, I deal with a lot of mental issues uh, that I'm I'm trying to be more vocal about, kind of more of a um, uh, activist for change on on kind of this thing. Like depression is, is something I deal with a lot, and uh, one of th- one of the problems with depression is that a major I call them episode can hit you at any time. You could be riding so high, like everything's going well, and then boom, it's the end of the world. Um, nothing triggers it. It just happens. Um, and I hit something like that really badly. Uh, and I got very irritated with all of you. Uh, it was, which is a symptom of depression, uh, extreme irritability, um, not to excuse it, but like, like, you know, um, okay. That is my excuse. Um, (laughs) but, um, and I got, you know, part of it is you start thinking about things in your life and how things that were fun for you are no longer. Um, mm-hmm. and specifically the show, like I got to a point where this show was no longer fun for me. Uh, and then specifically not like now changing my mind, but like, uh, looking back now, I start, I start to, to kind of be like, you know, we're really good at this. <laughs> We've gotten a lot better. We have, mm-hmm. uh, not to, not, a, not to toot our own horn. And but longer. Yeah. Yeah. But better. Wow. It's only because we enjoy doing so, it so much. So can I now say, well, my favorite moments? Even though no, you can, oh. let's get into the topics. All right, I'm here we go. Go oh. ahead, Ben. Wait, let me let me think. 
Mm-hmm. Wait, let me guess. Oh, no. Stephen King. Ted. Mr. Ted. You're wrong. You are right, Ryan. We're all gonna like eat it when like he gets us an interview with Stephen King. <laughs> oh, I know. Somehow. <laughs> yeah, but you know like, what? He gets that he gets this like random family connection he learns about who can get us Stephen King and he's Here's like the thing, I'm just gonna mess those guys <laughs> up so bad. So let's say he does get an interview with Stephen King and it's like, hey, w- w- Stephen, the world's greatest Stephen King expert's gonna interview you. So you have like a week to crunch. You better do it, dude. It's on you. I, I don't do. even think if you wanted to, you, you could. could. It takes a week to read it. <laughs> it's a thousand I pages. I know. Like you, it, like the fastest reader, I don't think you, you just get YouTube all video of every one of well, his plots. Like, even what Sparks said, week. I'm really good at bullshitting. You have to turn to a real Wade Watts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, d- I do. Not even Wade Watts could read all of Stephen King's <laughs> books in, in the week. Yeah, right? No, but uh, Ryan... Um, because Andrea was one of my favorites. Ted or um, Ken Napsok, I love listening to his episode. But the way that we got t- uh, Ted Stroka, the voice actor for Mega Man X from Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, onto yeah. the show was to me was like, this is amazing. Yeah, I can't talk about it right now, but we might have one in the pipeline you're gonna really like, and I'll tell you off air. Oh, oh shit! I told Brandon earlier today. You're gonna like it. All right, that'd be really great, by the way, because I've run out of interviews. I I'm I will pull the string for the other one as well. Yeah, um, please do. But yeah, I pull I'm hoping that can work out. I will find out within the next month if that can be a thing. I'm hoping. A cool. little bit of future sizzle. Ooh, sizzle. Ooh, sizzler. Well, yeah. interviews. But yeah, getting uh, Ted Sroka on it, even us wearing the same shirt completely by accident was hilarious. That was funny. That yeah. was great. That was, that was a great and day it, for you. It was really cool to sit down and talk to the voice of Mega Man X. So it made me happy. I really hope that he's, because he's doing, a, he's still doing voice acting. He's on a, a Netflix anime right now. His character apparently does some really crazy shit around Ooh. episode 10 of a show that I cannot remember the name of for the life of me, but it's on my watch list. And... It was just awesome talking to him, and he still t- uh, mess and he still like comments me like when Ryan, when you and I went to Neon a few weeks ago. Yeah, I posted something about Sistar, and he um, messaged me back saying he comments saying, "Dude, Sistar, I love that game." Yeah, it's a great. Or even game. when Brandon got me my uh, Iron Man versus Mega Man X uh, action figure, I posted that. I tagged him, and he was like, "I'm gonna give it to you." I really enjoyed that. A lot of our interviews, like, you know, everybody's everybody enjoys talking about this stuff with us. Like, yeah, it's really nice to just yeah. engage with them. They're having as much fun with it as we are. Yeah, right. So, you wanna, you'd like to think that people in the industry also are fans of the industry, right? Like and, that's and why you get into it. A lot of them it. are, and that's awesome. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. cool. So much like last year, uh, we're going to discuss some some topics that we didn't get. Did a I have a nose to. ring one year ago? Yeah, I know. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you had a nose ring when you started the show. I that's I that's playing off. He's playing off. He's kidding. <laughs> yeah. He's not 100% on this. No, the, the one year thing, 100%. But like two years, I just oh man, my life is. I'm getting old. Crap. Yeah, buddy. That's crazy. I always forget that you're younger than us. Just one year. That's enough. It's enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. So, uh, this time I decided to discuss Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So, spoilers for all five seasons of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, there we'll, will give be you, we'll give you a minute to catch up. Yeah, one minute. Uh, <laughs> or you can just pause. No. No, no, no. no, no, no. no, no. no, no. You got to listen to this while you're catching up for a minute. Yeah. No, um... So spoilers, if you haven't seen it, or if you don't care, I'm assuming that a lot of you guys don't care. Um, yes. I Yeah, Ben raises his hand because this is not <laughs> because this Ben is a video. does not care. So many people <laughs> have told me, OMG, Ben, Agent Sealed is so, so good. You need to watch it. It is so good. You need who to watch it. Who told you that? You yeah, know who? damn well who told me that. Oh. he. You need to watch it. It's so good. It's so great. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, my God. It's so good. And I'm like, I just can't get past the first season. All right, here's the thing. All right, here's the thing. No, it's not. Um, <laughs> and I will, 
I know you, you, Sparks, and Ryan were pretty high on season four. Still am. Uh, yep. I was not crazy about. I think season four is the best season of the show. I, I th- overall interesting. Okay, so I'll just say my opinion first. Then season one, I stuck with it because I I was stubborn and I was like, this can't be bad. It was very bad. <laughs> Um, but I stopped at the I, worst point in time. It was right before the Hydra stuff. I don't think it was very bad. I think it was just generic. Well, the problem yeah. is none of those characters clicked. No, I know. I'm saying it was generic. Yeah. I don't think it was very bad. In humans, is very bad. Yeah. I don't think it was very bad. I think it was just generic. Yeah, you're right. Um, but the agents of sh- the the Hydra stuff was uh, interesting. It really like kicked the show into yes some the momentum. winter soldier thing those episodes are stunning yeah very um, good they still have a problem that grant ward is a horrible character see and i'm gonna dis i'm i disagree a little bit i think uh you're wrong and you're fired oh, no, oh fandom <laughs> um <laughs> which is every time we say something you're a fandom. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that our go-to button yeah. now <laughs> it, we used to, um, it used to be don't triggered. be a dick remember we used to be triggered we used to say triggered. oh we used to say tri- wow that oh. was like a year ago yeah. oh god it was uh, a year ago. now we're gonna um, say oh fandom <laughs> um uh, I kind of um, like it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, the first season, yeah, it's pretty generic. It's whatever. Uh, and Grant Ward is kind of just like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm a Boy Scout kind of guy, blah, blah, blah. I, he turned, the, the, the Winter Soldier turn, I think, is really strong because everyone thought he was just no, no good. It's like, no, sorry, no good. Like, completely generic, like, like uh, emotionless character. It's like, oh, he's, no, just, I know. he's I, just like a white dude. I, I agree. I thought the turn in season one was very good. And it was very I, shocking. I like, thought they didn't well follow it up well in season that's two. That's a different story, yes. You know what? Yes. I think that's kind of what I'm going yeah, with, yeah. Where, what I believe is. No, the, like, in season one, totally works. Yeah. Season two with Ward is a lot of the reason I hate season two. And they, they really stretch that character Far past his expiration date, and the stuff that uh, to go into like season four or whatever when he comes back as Hive, I'm not the biggest. I'm not the biggest fan of season that stuff. three. Season three was Hive. Yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of that. But no, like am I. him being a double agent and all that stuff, like I'm totally cool with. See, I like that a lot. Two and three, they really meld together because they both dealt with. Is the that humans. the humans? Yeah, that's the yeah. weakest stuff for sure. And I, I, three was sh- stronger than two, but not by a lot. Who's Lash? Is that season three? Season two. Two. Yeah. God, it does run together. Yeah, it does run together, right? Um, but season three is the first half is uh, is the end of Ward, like they where Coulson kills Ward and yeah. Gemma is, uh, had been on the other planet and all that story. Oh, that with that will guy. And then the second half is is Ward coming back as Hive. When's Doctor Jekyll? Because Kyle McLaughlin from Twin Peaks is two. That's two. I like him. <laughs> I like. Him. I like him too. But everything around it's not good. Question. Because I like a lot of the actors in, in, yeah. in, the, in those seasons. But they keep killing off the emo, the more interesting characters. Yeah. What yeah. season was Ghost Rider? Four. 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 Okay. Was that good? Yes. I, we we okay. think so, yeah. Okay, so I, it's not that I dislike it. It's that I dislike what it kind of means for Marvel. Um, they they do Ghost Rider as a title that's been passed. Like, the spirit is passed to another another host. Whereas in the comics, that's not the case. Each Ghost Rider has a different spirit of vengeance inside of them. Mm-hmm. Robbie is a very different character because he doesn't have a spirit of vengeance. He's just got the demonic spirit of his uncle. Yeah. Um, and it's not a spirit of vengeance. I um, mean, oh. I agree with you about that, but it didn't ruin it for me. Same. But So, other things about Robbie is that he's an incredibly intelligent person who had to drop out of college for for uh, familial reasons because of his brother. Um, whereas they make him a, a high school dropout in season four. That bugged me because that played into a, a, a Hispanic stereotype. Um, ah, okay. And, and, and that's, that's, that's the, I like the demonic uncle aspect a lot in the I comics. Um, and I was upset that they didn't lean 
heavy into that for the for season four. I get it. Um, and then it not, not it's just it took it takes Johnny Blaze off the table. I don't yeah. think it does. It, Temporarily, at least. Because I don't he think goes it does. To, I mean, you even, you even see him. But he goes to a hell dimension. The spirit goes to a hell dimension uh, with Robbie, and we and we. But don't I know didn't. What I later. didn't take it as that. That moment with Johnny Blaze meant that Johnny Blaze wasn't still the Ghost Rider. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not how I took it. Sure. Uh, that's just like, not I how I like took it. Like he was there, like get, like uh, giving him like his awakening in a way. Yeah, that's how I felt. Like yeah. like, so, like he was he was triggering something. In so we him. don't we don't see Johnny. We see a guy roll up on a motorcycle, a Harley. Well, you see his flaming head, right? We see. Oh, you're right. We do. Yeah, see we do. We head. see it's his a, flaming head. We yeah. see his Ghost Rider. And then we. And then he. It's, he, it's implied it's Johnny Blaze. It's never stated. And then he picks up his. He takes his hand, and you see the fire like move from one host to the next. Oh, that's kind of lame. Um, and that. It's not that I dislike that stuff. I like the brutality of it going to a different network, going to a different uh, time slot. So yeah, it, it, it went more. to like Friday night, like yeah. a Friday at ten o'clock. So they went way more mature. And like it, that, that first was, episode is like way more brutal than any other se- uh, any other episode. Yeah. So with the first time I saw it, I was like, oh shit, they're going for it. And there's and some I fun car it. chases, and uh, but they just kind of make Robbie a generic spirit of vengeance, and none of the Ghost Riders are. I I agree with you on that. I also think they needed to. Yeah, sure. Because they had to get this is this was a good way to get general audiences on board mm-hmm. with Ghost Rider. I do think that Robbie Ray has opened the door for something bigger mm-hmm. and more in core concept of what's in the comics. But then my whole thing is, if you're going to use Robbie, <clears throat> use it, it Robbie. Like use the character from the comics. I mean, look, I get you. He was still better written than anything they'd done in season two and three. Sure. And so I, I wasn't praying for a miracle on that one. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I really liked it. And, and I think, honestly, the detriment here is Ryan and I probably overhyped the season for you. Mm. If you'd yeah, watched it at the same time as us, you probably would have been just as impressed because we're riding off the high that when we walked into it, we were ready to quit. Sure. Yeah, after season three, like I said, like that, that <coughs> Friday night at 10 or whatever, like you see you see Quake fight Ghost Rider, and it's a good-looking Ghost Rider for a TV show. I, I was genuinely ready to walk away from S.H.I.E.L.D. at the end of season three because I disliked the ending of season three so much, and I was just like, I, I just can't. I'm so over this Quake. That I, first episode I really... Away. Yeah. See, I walked and, away and a, then I heard the about, Ghost Rider stuff. And then I heard about Robbie being... The character in the next one and i'm like you know what i will see how mm-hmm. i feel about this because i i like ghost rider and yeah. i want to see what they do and it was better yeah better than and, it had been and brandon you are right like if you're gonna do like robbie reyes why not just do like the true version and <clears throat> and it's not that it, it same kinda, character it kind of bugs me well it kind of bugs me like when they do this didn't bug me as much as when i was younger but it does bug me a little bit now is when they do in like a DC adaptation, like okay, Ezra Miller, he's Wally. Yeah, he's called Barry. Yes, he's but Wally he's entirely. Wally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like just do uh, Wally. Uh, Eddie Brock is Flash Thompson. Yeah, yeah. Is that kind of thing? You're calling this character <coughs> this character. Do that character. Right. I will say, like, uh, the stuff with uh, it is kind of like almost like a DC approach where he is like a more like a little like a darker version where like he is a dropout. But like the core fundamental is like he still cares for his brother and that's what's number one in his life. Mm-hmm. That's still there for me. And that's the most important part of his character. Not if he's a college dropout or, or college student. Or I will. I will admit that um, you know, Nora, who works at the comic store with yeah. us, um, she is Hispanic, yeah. uh, and she loves Robbie um, and Miss Marvel and Sam. It's like the new the new generation of yeah. heroes, and she really loves Robbie from the from the comics because he's Hispanic. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure that's why, but like that's a good example of like why. So she would tell me, 
you know, why it's uh, it's stereotypical because most Hispanic characters are written the same way yeah. as this call high school dropout. They're not very smart. And I blah, can blah, get blah. that. I don't feel like they they pushed that though. Like mm-hmm. it was like, oh, he's a dropout, so he's like a bad guy. I think it was just he he happened to be Hispanic, and this yeah. is the way they went. Like I don't think it was at all meant to be that way. And of course, like they don't mean to be. Uh, uh, I don't mean to represent the race that way. Yeah. I think it just that's the way they chose. They wanted him to have a darker route. So okay, so uh, going keep, keeping with with Shield, going to a different season, the Inhumans, the Inhumans. Mm. I was very worried, and for a lot of it, it did because Quake wasn't Inhuman before the show. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, she, well, they used Inhuman <laughs> as a catch-all. Like if you're powered, you're Inhuman. There is yeah. no more powers other than Inhuman. It's their X Men. It's their X Men. Yeah, and that. You know, much like the X Men did in the '60s and '70s, where they were like, "I don't want to come up with uh, origin stories anymore. I'm just going to make their mutants or whatever." Like they came up like these characters are inhuman. They used it so much as a catch-all that when Jessica Jones is coming out, they were like, "Oh, is Jessica Jones going to be inhuman?" Yeah. Thank goodness they didn't. But it was like these writers use that laziness. I, I I I see it as a laziness to be like, "Well, we have this. Let's just do it the laziest way we can they, do it." So like a lot of a lot of long running TV shows have like a monster of the week kind of thing, mm-hmm. and I think uh, Agent Shield started that way, and then it kind of broke away from that with the Hydra stuff, Very and then it kind of just went yeah. right back into here's a new Inhuman every week. Yeah, and I'm like, uh. yeah, well that was that was a lot of season two and three, and season yeah. four wasn't as much. Yeah, fun. it was just it was like season three different four, arcs. And I want to talk about someone we never talk about from season four. Uh, I loved the pseudo director of Shield that took over when Coulson oh, stepped uh, down. Oh, Patriot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, Jeffrey Mace. Yeah, uh, played by uh, Batman. <laughs> yeah, one of the Batmans. Um, Jason something. Jason, mm, yeah. Isn't yeah. It, is Jason like, Momoa. No, no, no. Omara. Is it Jason it, Omara. Is it Jason, Jason Omara. Omara. Yeah, wow. yeah. He worked he all was, around the comic. He though. was great. I really liked everything they did with him in season four. Same. I thought he was I, I an liked awesome him, character. I liked him more in in that than I did in anything else. Really, I don't love him in a lot of things, but I really liked him in this. Yeah. I really, really liked his character. I really liked the arc that he had. I thought it was really strong. It was one of the biggest reasons I love season four was yeah. what they did with his character. And season four is the framework stuff too, right? Yes, yeah, I like the framework the, stuff. The a LMDs lot. and the framework. Fitz being a bad guy. Uh, the like Jonathan and, from the Mummy. Yeah, that doctor and everything. Yeah, I loved him. He was great. Ava, like all that stuff. Like I love I all really that Matrix shit. Ada. I really yeah. liked Ada, Ada yeah. as a villain. Yeah, I did too. I thought that stuff worked really well. And and taking Fitz the way that they did because yeah. I I kind of soured on him a little. I felt like they lost the way to write. You him know well. what? In in season two, they start a thing that I really hate. They didn't go forward with where he has like a mental issue. Yes. Where it's like he can't remember. No, he got hurt. No, instead he- instead they just made him lose all his joy. Yeah. I was yeah. Like, Shut up. He has no more joy after that moment in season two. Yeah. That sucks. So, but like, they tried to kind of like be like, "Oh, he has got a, a a mental block where he's, you know, he forgets a lot of things and he can't really articulate very well anymore." <laughs> and then, no, nope. yeah, the framework was so good. They make uh, they recreate Shield really well. Yeah, for that yeah. television show, it's incredible. They recreate the Triskelion in that. Yeah, evil and that one. was great. Yeah. 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 See, so season May. four, I really like. I a lot do of too, man. Four. Sounds like your biggest hangups are just about that early stuff with Robbie, and the. Really, just Robbie. Um, no, I know because <laughs> like because he bookends the season. Um, yeah, but he's fine at the end of the season. He just like comes in and kicks him? ass. He's no, still I, I, I liked what they did no, with yeah, him and so Coulson and what that meant. Yeah, okay. I like I like the the and that and that he creates the uh, same circle that Doctor Strange creates with the with the chain. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like yeah. the LMD stuff fine enough, but I really like the framework stuff because I like that kind of that alternate <coughs> what if stuff. Yeah, I um, did too. Same, really great. But I really like season five. God, the story with um. 
Warden's guy. Oh, he's, no, oh, no, no, he's my favorite. He's my favorite character on the show at this point. Um, has been since season Mac? four. Mac. Mac. Mac's great. Mac and his his kid. That's who so exists sad. In the framework. Yeah. Ugh, that was so good. And has the framework is disappearing. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Uh, Mac is m- number one. Yeah. So uh, great. Okay. Well, here's the problem with 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 Shield is that. You know, Edward James almost came in and... Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. One, I liked him in season two. I he forgot. was like one of the only things I liked in yeah. season two. Yeah, and then uh, Roslyn, um, I liked her. Um, and they I they forget. keep killing these really interesting characters yeah. for for the main crew. And I'm like, I don't care enough about they the main did that, crew. And they killed Jason O'Mara, but I thought that was done so well. I was a-okay with it. Yeah, that was a good death. No, it was a great death. Yeah. It was probably the best death that show's had. Honestly. Um, uh, so, so season yeah. five was the latest season. Season yeah. five was the latest season. Space. You guys were way into the first half of the season. I was? I was way not. I really liked this I, first half of the season. Because I, 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 yeah. I could not follow the through line of thinking. Why are they in the future? Okay, wait, hold on. Because I love I love this this complicated yeah. time travel shit. Um, okay, so oh, they went to the future because they have to see how it screwed up so that they could go back in time and try to fix it, but they have to fail because it's, it's a time, time loop. It's time travel, man. I it's don't a know. time loop, and they always fail. And so, so in order to fix it, no matter so the idea is that they have to go to the future so that they can see what happens, so that they can try to prevent it. But because it's a time loop, they can't fix. And then there's like, why did they have to leave Fitz out of it? That's uh, just the way it is. Uh, uh, no, but you yeah. you get what I mean. No, like there I were do. a lot of like. There's a lot of gaps. Yes, in the logic it, of like when it comes to time travel shit like this, where it's like w- like like parallel stuff and like we're creating our own. Like I'm just like if they can figure it out and it just like it doesn't have to all make sense. I just got to enjoy it and it, and it, here, it's not too crazy. Here was my problem. My biggest problem with it was that the person who brought sent them to the future. Enoch. Yes, Enoch, who's great, uh, sent them to the future. Who might still be alive. And then is like and then it's like. All right, now we have to get back to the past, and it's like, what? What did they learn? They don't even know like what's doing it. They they just know it's bad. It's just bad in the future. Yeah. They just don't. They they're like, it's just bad, yeah. and it's like, okay, we need to find a way back. I don't have a way back set up. So here we go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, what? This but is they, just. But they know it they feels go like back. it's spinning its wheels for a while. But they know yeah. that they go back because it, they've they've gone back. <clears throat> but that, that's the thing about about these kind of things. It's it it they do it because it's already happened. I I get that, but motivationally from episode to episode it felt like it was spinning its wheels mm-hmm. for a while there i can get that yeah. i so and that's why i couldn't latch in and also i really didn't love the pushing like every time daisy was on screen it's like oh destroyer Quake, destroyer of worlds yeah. you are the most important person i'm so done with it you know yeah. i will say well, I, because i don't like i don't like daisy neither see, do i and that's I, the big problem i <clears throat> daisy yeah she's she's definitely more Miss than hit, and but the I, later half of the season when they try to make her the, the I see, the, I, I'm the, okay with the, that. The head of Shield is like no, absolutely I'm okay. not. I like her trying I to like take the more of a charge. I like that. I also, again, we'll get to like the end and how we don't want it to like continue. But Mac being in charge now, I really like. No, I really like that. I, I was love really glad because they were pushing that and pushing it, and Coulson was pushing it. And I'm like, this is just Daisy should not be the head of Shield. No. And she knows Stop that too now. It. And then she. Then they actually wrote her character to say, I shouldn't be. It should be Mac. And I'm yeah. like, thank the Lord. Yes, it should. I also. What are you doing? I know this is an unpopular opinion for you guys. I don't like Yo-Yo. I. Yo-Yo really <clears> bugs <throat> me. What I didn't like is I didn't like how everybody was like, we're not going to listen to Yo-Yo, even though she's the only one who talked to a future version of herself. And saw her like no hands and, and like no arms. And everyone's like, like oh, no, nah, we're not going to listen to her. The Kree makeup is really bad in this season. Oh my God. It's terrible, <laughs> it's so bad. dude. Um. 
some of them look okay, but then some of them are like, you could have chose a different color, I think. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm surprised you weren't more bothered with the implication that Hydra has known all along about aliens and has had a deal going on all along to See, I fake love protect that. Earth from Thanos. I love that. You're right. I do have a problem with that. I love that. I figured you would. Yeah. Hydra is out to <clears throat> save the world. It's okay. in the worst way. No, no, no. I mean, I like the idea. Yeah. But it doesn't line up very well with Hydra yeah. we've seen before. Yeah. It, right. It doesn't. It doesn't line up. And I was watching Ant-Man recently, and I was like, Oh, so Hydra's around still in the movies. They just don't talk about it. Yeah, they're, it's like they're like little. Yeah. So I, but then it's like it's an intergalactic Hydra in Agents of Shield. Hey man, Black Panther. The, the problem with Agents of Shield is that they've they keep teasing of stories getting too big, and you're like, at this point, the Avengers would chime in. And that's the yeah. thing about about Spider Man, Spider Man Homecoming that I like. Hold on, like, Ben has a thought. Oh, hell, Hydra. Oh, okay. thank you. Oh, okay. Um, and that's the thing I like about Spider Man Homecoming, where it's less like. Uh, drug, this is a little bit of a pay grade. Uh, <coughs> whereas Graviton at the end, that's their pay grade. All right, so God, I love Graviton. I did too. So yes, to play, I had been waiting for them to do Graviton since season one, since they teased it, and then yeah. they too. never touched it. I'm like, I'm so glad you went back and not only did Graviton, but made Graviton the big thing. Yeah. Now to, to play devil's advocate, advocate real quick, and you guys can correct me, so because I don't know. Um, I will correct you. Cool. So like, oh, fandom. He's uh, gonna he's gonna, li- <laughs> he's gonna live text you. Oh no. Um. So Hydra, uh, yeah, it doesn't. It might not make sense because they're like world conquerors and stuff. But like maybe because there's a bunch of different like sections of Hydra. You know, like 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 uh, Red Skull was like an evil Hydra guy, right, or whatever. Maybe like when they set this thing up, it was like a different. Did the different uh, uh, sect of Hydra who are like evil but want to take over the world, like no, but Steve I, Rogers. But I didn't understand. I didn't understand when they go when they <clears throat> go to like see this the the generals like raising. She was raised in this Hydra compound and then was picked to be like. Then nobody would be like, so, Agent Sitwell, what school did you go to? Yeah. Really? I guess. <laughs> no, they faked that, man. I see. I, but, I understand but, what well, you guys they, are saying. They infiltrated everything. Well, the thing, the thing yeah. that I don't like about, about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I really like that episode, by the way. They, I thought you? they got really great young versions of uh, of Sitwell and... Um, Sitwell, hell yeah. And Von Strucker. Oh, Von Strucker. Yeah. Really great young versions of yeah. those guys. I will, I, will, I will say one of my biggest problems... With, it never with, felt more real to me than, than in that moment. One of my biggest problems with <clears throat> how S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, developed Hydra is that it... It doesn't line up with movie Hydra. Yeah. Especially yeah. In w- where we see him in Winter Soldier. Obviously, like, they've never touched on Hydra. They barely touched on Age, on Age of Ultron and Ant-Man. But, like, w- w- what we know of Hydra was so little that it felt like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was just kind of like, okay, wait, how did this? Eh. Also, they're, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. definitely played into the more like, oh, it's an ancient organization. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm not With space aliens. Um, but, okay, so I want to say something. Say it. I, okay, don't Preach. say it. Sparks, Don't. you and I are going to disagree on this. I love it. Okay. Uh, I hope not too hard. I'll be... Uh, fandom! <laughs> um, no, no, this, this, is the end, gra- no. this is the end of our friendship. Um, Grab so, the popcorn. No, so <clears throat> I... I don't buy that S.H.I.E.L.D. or any of the TV shows exist in the same world as the movies anymore. And I had to do that because it hurts my little nerd brain to try to make it make sense. Um, and so here's here's how I justify it to myself. Um, there's a theory, there's multiversal theory, which we are all familiar with because we all read uh-huh. comics. Um, th- there is a theory that there is a world just next to ours that is almost the same. The ultimate universe. <laughs> kind of, but more in the sense of in one, in one world, the gate is creaky and then the next, the gate is not. Like it's that kind of difference. 
So my theory is that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. exists in a world that is almost the same as the MCU, but not quite. Well, that's just your fan interpretation, man. Yeah. And that's the only way it can make no, sense I to mean, me. <coughs> I, I understand. They don't line I, up. I understand that it bothers you. Especially because the Winter Soldier episode takes mm. place takes place in a, 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 a day, but Winter Soldier takes place over many days. Um. I mean, I'd have to go back to argue that, so I'm not. And going I also to. don't like any of the crossovers they've done, <coughs> especially the Age of Ultron one. So I, it, I think uh, it's just a personal thing. I entirely like, disagree about the Netflix shows not being able to fit, mm. um, um, especially since they just clarified what I already assumed was true, which is that all of the Netflix shows up to this point take place long before Infinity War. Oh, of course. Um, so I thought you said it just takes place before. I didn't hear the long part. I mean, it's it, everything still. Not much time has passed between the the seasons when you're catching up with the characters, you know, because mm-hmm. we're like seeing them a year later or so, but it hasn't been a year for those characters. Yeah. yeah. So everything's running on a pretty smaller scale from the first Avengers event, and I think that makes a lot of sense because they never have to play into what the movies are doing necessarily because they're slowly catching up. Mm-hmm. I think that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Shield, yeah, it's hard, but it's doable to squeeze it in. It doesn't bother me. Ah, eh, bugs me. I think it's yeah. It's just like I mean, Infinity War is the probably the worst offender of trying to make it match because I'm like, you just shouldn't have. I don't know why you, you shouldn't have tried. You yeah. didn't know what um, was happening. And I, you know, I still kind of <coughs> like it. No, I still kind of like, like it too. Especially I mean, I think it's really messed up to think about that ending and then realize that like, you know, 10 minutes later, somebody disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> it was Coulson. Yeah. No, um, the, the probably. Yeah. The How messed up would that be? That'd be super messed oh up. God. Actually, it'd be more messed up to be made. May. Yeah. The Thor, the Dark World crossovers, like in the beginning Sif. when they tried to, when they not the Sif one. Yeah. I actually really liked both episodes that Sif showed up in. Um, I really hated the episode that just started with, gee, I wish they would clean up after themselves, and they're just in London cleaning up after Thor, the Dark World. I'm like, shut up, <laughs> move on. Yeah, I'm not surprised that was weak. That was the first crossover. And then uh, they, they had to do that so fast. And then the Age of Ultron one. <laughs> they did a um, actually they have a pretty interesting stunt sequence with um, with Daisy Ridley, which is hard for oh, me to say. Daisy Ridley. Oh, oh. Ray. 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 No. Oh, Daisy. Daisy Johnson. Um, Quake. Chloe Bennett. Yeah, yeah. Um, with Chloe Bennett, where they do a kind of uh, Daredevil esque one take uh, action sequence. I thought she effectively handled that, and I thought that was pretty well done. Yeah. But it was just an episode. So two two things they did was just an episode dedicated to finding the the staff, which. Loki. Excuse me. Uh, and then the other one was they had this like almost season arc of how this uh, of the secret that Coulson is keeping and is tearing the team apart and nobody can trust him. And the other shield is like, you're you're keeping secrets and blah, blah, blah. And then you had to watch Age of Ultron to know what that secret was so that the next week you could go in and be like, see, I had the whole thing all along and it was a helicarrier. What was the secret? Helicarrier. He had he had Remember furious helicarrier. Remember Age of Ultron, like oh, yeah. Sam Jackson comes the, up. The yeah, helicarrier. Yeah. And, like, okay. and that was balls. it. Can and I, I was like, no, thank you. I don't like season two, but I do like uh, that when that one, the the Doctor character who was next to Von Strucker and showed up in Age of Ultron, mm-hmm. that I un- knew who he was and what his relation was all through season two because he was in season two leading mm-hmm. up to oh, that. Oh, you're right. That was kind of cool. I thought that was really cool because I'm like, you're like a bit character, but I understand your relevance in Hydra and I followed you all the way up to Age of Ultron because he's only in it in it's that also first cool. scene. And I'm like, you are relevant. Like Sitwell shows up in the movies and the TV show. <coughs> yeah. That's really yeah. cool. It's a little I, thing. And Sam Jackson had, uh, the, I liked both the minor, Sam, yeah. Sam Jackson. Uh, what was the other cameo? Maria um, Hill. She Col- Colby was Maria in there. Uh, I understand why she probably wouldn't want to want to do it. She's too big. But she came off a TV show. I think it was more so that she came off a TV show and didn't want to start another TV show. Yeah. Um, 
she should have been director of Shield. She really should be like the main. Like when I think of Shield, when I don't think of Nick Fury, I think of Maria Hill. Because <coughs> Maria Hill's always taken over. She's been the director for years. And then if it was yeah. not her, it's Victoria Hand who yeah. they killed off. Oh. Anyway, well, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's all I got. So uh, season five ends on like the best ending the show could possibly have. Everything they did with uh, um, Talbot, Talbot, Graviton. I loved it. He's what? one of my favorite additions like, to the show at this point. Like he's I been yeah. a through line, incredible. a through line from the very from the first season. No, yeah. yeah. He was in not fr- first season. No, really. No, you're, uh, was it second season? I don't know why Inhuman I stuff. So he was. I think it was either second or third, but it was definitely not. It was first. definitely in the Inhuman stuff. So yeah. I think second. Yeah. Anyway, he's been in the show for a long time, <clears throat> and like he's slowly been getting to where to this point, and I think that's really cool. I especially like how they kill him. God, yeah. that looks so good. The episode when he's been imprisoned in the Hydra encampment, and he says, um, "He's like you know saying like Coulson will come for me, Coulson will save me." He's coming for me. That's like so that, that whole bit is like, yeah. dude, oh, buddy. this sucks. And he's like, he's fighting. And then when he does finally the see time. Coulson later, he's like, why don't you come, Phil? Yeah. Why don't you come? And like when he's, when he's gravitating, he's like, Phil, you're my best friend. Yeah. You and I are going to, you and I are my, you're my wingman. We're, you and I are going to save the world. I'm he's so cocky. This. He's like, I'm the hero here, obviously. But it makes, but it tracks and it makes sense. Yeah. And they, they recreated the device that made Steve I thought that really yeah. well. I, I love that. Was that. Cool. That's cool. Talbot Talbot steps into a device just like the one that turns Steve into a super soldier that Hydra was working on, but and it's what makes it fuses him with the gravitonium to make him graviton. Oh, do you guys like okay. that he can just, like, dope. absorb people like that? Is that a power graviton has? I don't <clears throat> think so. Mm. I really like it, but it's I, uh, for the way I, they set it up with how graviton with him and Creel, like when Crusher Creel got not, got uh, sucked up. That was oh, so sad. Man, yeah, that, that was, was so sad. A, he Adrian Pazdar delivered such a strong performance with the character. I was I was. Totally into it. I think the Graviton stuff is really yeah. solid. I love it a lot. Him just like like barking orders at all these aliens. I'm like, this man, you are so ballsy. Season five, I was like, yes, yeah, yes, yes. I'm kind of yes. sad that I hyped up the first part because I definitely liked the second part a whole lot more. A, uh, a, um, a spaceship landing in they Chicago, did, Avengers worthy. They did yeah. something oh. that they did something. That, yeah, right. But the Avengers are busy. Not They're, all of them. Yeah, all of them. I think well, almost all. Who's of them not are busy? Ant Man. We haven't <laughs> seen Ant Man of the Wasp yet. <laughs> knows where he is i'm Brandon. just saying i'm sure there's ant-man a, with all his his tech at his disposal Ant-Man's like, i'm gonna, gonna stop. go get to chicago i'm sure there's a i'm sure there's and a, fight this graviton there's dude. gotta be a bit hero who can who can who can show up come on dude i don't know roadie no come on dude i think literally every person is in is in that movie is there's yeah. nobody left earth is no. borked really earth is borked as Ant-Man and Hawkeye and they're, they're taking I grant you I will grant you two characters who could have gotten involved Nick Fury and Maria Hill except okay okay all right. but who's to that. say they weren't driving in Chicago in that moment at the end of the post credits oh, oh fair it's too much bam spoilers, spoilers bam for, spoilers for Avengers Infinity War oh they mentioned the, like there's like a Thunderbolts reference in, in this season is there yeah um, the uh, uh, what's her name like the, the, the blonde assassin lady like there's mentions of some Thunderbolt stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I okay, so and I was like, uh, I again, you know, taking getting rid of the most interesting character. I miss, uh, I miss Mockingbird. Um, Man, oh, that yeah, show. Their their ending though. Their oh, ending, Lance. Their ending was so good. Lance reappearing was really good. I I don't know much. That was, I actually really like that episode. Yes, but th- their ending when they're like, get, getting a toast. Yeah. Like that was so good. Yeah. Dude. I was crying, and um, just want to wrap this up. The show should not continue. No, no, that ending was perfect. Yeah, dude. And if it didn't end it's this time way, to be done. if it didn't end this way, if I like, didn't set up the whole Coulson like dying thing, I would say 
I, I'd like to see more because they set up Mac in a nice way. Like the new the new team dynamics really cool, but it's a definitive ending. Especially because they're like you know, and you live you live it all. Everything day, came ended. full circle. Yeah, everything did. Yeah, and and honestly. It'd be ending on a high note. Absolutely. And I didn't think the show was ever going to be able to do that after they're season going, three. They're going after Fitz, who's still alive, uh, and the, uh, Coulson's, Coulson's dying. He started the show. Like it, it, Everything from season one paid off finally from in season five, and that's that's how you end a show. Yeah. Yeah. It was a really great, I don't want more. And honestly, if when it comes back, it's not good. I'm probably gonna. That first episode. I'm probably gonna, gonna, gonna treat it. I'm gonna probably treat it like Inhumans and be like, "You don't yeah. exist." That first episode's gonna be really strong for me to want to yeah. watch it. To be honest. Uh, all right, that's my topic. That was cool. good. Oh, I Hi liked, Ben. I like talking Hi about Ben. What's up? <laughs> I really wish I brought my. Do you think Leonardo now? da Vinci's <laughs> gonna show up? Yo, if they do that, guys, I'm gonna say I don't know what Bendis has planned. He's gone now, but he's he's totally he, took he's Hickman's. Superman. Well, yeah, I mean, he totally set up Hickman's Leonardo da Vinci as Shield captain now. So whatever happens to Shield in the future, I'm really excited for because Leonardo da Vinci's involved, baby. It's All so right, stupid. Hi Ben. Hi. Hey baby. How's it going, guys? Hey, tell, tell me about Shield. What's your topic? I can't. I don't know anything <laughs> What's about your topic, Shield? Ben. <laughs> so I um saw a documentary a few weeks ago by um a YouTuber you guys may know. He's the gaming historian. Have yeah. you guys heard of him? I have. Yeah. Sparks, Brandon? Yes, yes. No. sorry. No. I realized we were on a podcast and I was nodding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I really, well, you guys know me. I'm a bit of a history buff, and gaming history is one of the fields I like to get better in. Console Wars. Yeah, Console Wars is one of my favorite books that I've read. And he did a really well made, it's an hour long documentary on YouTube about the entire history of how Tetris was created in Soviet Russia, Russia in the 1980s and how it came out of Soviet Russia into the homes of so many people. It's a very well written and well made documentary. It's started with um, Alexei Pajanov, the guy who created it. Funny enough, he created. AK 47? Huh? Is it the AK-47? No. Oh, just kidding. No, no, no <laughs> guns. He um was he was working at one of um Russia's top um uh, computer engineering um buildings. I can't. I saw. The, I watched this documentary at like uh, four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Russian so, Apple. Essentially, yeah. But of course, back then, so but of course, back then, all your time was for the. It was all the stuff that you made was for the states. So him and a, him and a few other programmers made this little game called Tetris because when um, Alexei was growing up he liked this little um, puzzle box where you got um, about like say six or seven or so um, weirdly shaped bricks and your job was to rearrange the bricks to make a rectangle. That's where the idea of Tetris came from and he made it on Soviet time and he and since he couldn't yeah, really communism. and they, well they were talking about it, I was like hey how cool would it be to like get this game out there but of course back then during the 80s with um, Gorbachev rising to power tear down this wall they were like, we're, there's no way in hell we can get this. But they just made copies, and they just gave it to some of their friends in their Why office. Why did they call it Tetris? It was um, a combination of a Greek word, tetra, and tennis, his favorite sport. I love tennis and Tetris. How does tennis play into that? It's, it was a like, It's he, just because he liked the sport? He just liked the name te- tennis. It's like, it's like if you're playing you know, practice shots by yourself and all the balls stay on one side of the court. Sure, I'll, okay. allow, I'll allow it, I guess. Yeah, and then you, then you hit the balls all right, Alexi, into, a, into you, you a, can make They all game. stack up into piles, and then you knock down the piles with the right one. Got like, it. Yeah, right. That's like, tennis, all right. Like the actual name of the We've original. We've never played tennis, any of us. No, I like, played like, tennis for five years. <laughs> no, if you're just Shut hitting up. balls over the net by yourself, that's what happens. Oh, that's my Friday night, baby. <laughs> oh, buddy. Oh, well, also, um, I forgot exactly just what, Friday? <laughs> what the uh, the puzzle box was called, it, but it had the, the word tetra in it. Tetrahedron. 
So that's it's called the Tetra Puzzle Box. I don't know what exactly was, but that's where Tetris, the name Tetris, came from. Hmm. So he gave it to a bunch of people, and then there's this um, one gentleman who was in Belgium because uh-huh. at the time Belgium was the only way stuff from the west can meet stuff from the east. And there's these people in line to play this game called Tetris, and he was like, "Huh, what's this?" And he went back in line five times to play this game to play Tetris. And eventually, there's a whole slew of different um, software um, companies that were trying to get the rights to Tetris so they can make it, like, for computers. And there was a whole bunch of different legal buying. But the reason why I want to talk about this is because he goes, um, Norm, the gaming historian, goes into such death and detail. Death? Death. Like, the deaths? Deaths. 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 D-E-P-T-H. Yeah, that one. You said depth. You, said you definitely death? said death. You guys said death. I or meant death. Welcome to our nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> he goes into such great detail and death. Nope. Nope. Death. 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 There's death. a death. Depth. Death. No. Oh, I cannot say that word. Depth. Death. No, it's death. <laughs> Whipped cream. <laughs> Why are you saying it that way? This is chasm all over this again. <laughs> I have to speak with your English teacher, buddy. It's okay. It's all right. Oh, buddy. Welcome to the two year anniversary. Oh, my God. Depth. I'll say it for you. There. Depth. Cool. <laughs> of how... D- I can't last my train of thought. Bloody hell. He goes into he goes, he goes detail and depth. About how Tetris was able to come to the United States. Because originally, um, there's this gentleman named Hank who actually was working for Nintendo of Japan at the time. Mm-hmm. And his name is spelled H-E-N-K, Hank. So... There, I, I see that smug liquor giving me sparks. No, it was just because Hank. the way you said it, I expected a full name, and you just gave me Hank. Yeah, like a I, Japanese man named no, Hank. No, 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 no. <laughs> he was actually born. He was born in the United States, and then he moved to Japan. But I forgot. I can't remember his last name. And I respect that. Henshaw. He's yeah. a cyborg Superman. No, but he came. I was gonna go with McCoy. There you go. No, but he was working for an Hank, atten- not Hank. Hank. Hank McCoy. Hank. Hank McCoy. That's not his name. <laughs> go on. <laughs> Depth. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ben. Go ahead. I'm, I probably should rewatch this today when I'm not nah, <laughs> <it. laughs> no, good, buddy. You're I literally good. watched this like last week, and I can't remember jack shit. Um, so he goes. So he and Nintendo, they actually were able to make a Famicom cartridge of it, but they were just really want, Nintendo. Yeah, Nintendo. They wanted to get the rights for it because some other company in England they had the computer rights for it but of course the Soviets didn't really necessarily define what a computer was they just said different types of computers they're thinking hard drive keyboard monitor all that jazz mm-hmm. but to another guy who got mm-hmm. the rights for it saying that could be anything anything electronic could be a computer a calculator is a computer a, a video game console is a computer arcades yeah yeah so he shows up at um this um, now private um, Russian company called, I believe it's Elog. I could be wrong. Once again, I was, it was 4 a.m. when I watched this. And he shows the head, the head who was known as being this super cutthroat guy who was willing to play you like a violin and says, hey, we're one of the biggest publishers of Tetris. And of course, the Russian guy's like, you freaking stole this. This does not belong to you. And he, they're arguing and he finally finds, finds the line in the contract and then the Russians play the original guy who got the rights for it. Like they just screw him over, <coughs> and eventually Aww. all the the gaming rights went to Nintendo. They made a deal with the Russians, and that is one of the re- and because this is around the time when um, in 1989 when um, Gorbachev uh, when the Game Boy was coming out, and Ooh. Nintendo was trying to find a way to how can we oh make the Game Boy, how can yeah. we market to the Game Boy, and it's funny because the head of Nintendo actually called up Shigeru Miyamoto. 
and said, hey, because he didn't really think Tetris was a good game. And he was like, hey, Tetris is Tetris didn't exist before the Game Boy? No, no, it did exist before the Game Boy. Okay. It was in arcades. By some, Sega made arcade cabinets for yeah. Tetris illegally. Game, they yeah. didn't know. They okay. thought they had the okay. arcade The one rights. thing I know about Tetris is like, yeah, when <clears> it came out with the Game Boy, it's like that's what that sold yeah. more. That's that sold the Game Boy. Like, well, you want so know, many copies. You want to know why a Nintendo put Tetris with the Game Boy? Tell me why. Ain't nothing but oh. a heartbreak. No, but really tell me why. No, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> Ain't nothing <laughs> no. but a mistake. No, but Ben, Stop. tell me why. <laughs> yeah, um, the reason why is... I'll never... Oh, Brandon! <laughs> My <love> fandom! <laughs> fandom! Very politely listen to you talk about S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> fandom! Um, the reason why or is... Be- spaced out. Because know. they were... Because um, they thought... They wanted to make the Game Boy reach to all audiences. And they thought if they put a Mario game with it, it was only going to be... Uh, little boys were going to want it. So they figured if they put a puzzle game in it, everyone loves puzzles. Hmm. So they're like, oh, you know what? Everyone likes a puzzle game. Let's put a puzzle game with it. So they put in Tetris, and people were already putting it in. Um, they were playing in arcades. Tetris came out. Actually, Tengen, um, a subsidiary of Atari, mm-hmm. they were actually putting out Tetris illegally as well yeah. on their own. There was a there was a lot of Tetris. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. uh, what's it called? Like when you f- like when you make it when you're not supposed to contraband um, copies. Yeah, like fake copies, like yeah. like uh, going around everywhere because there was oh, yeah. it was wasn't uh, well, you yeah, couldn't, the, couldn't uh, capitalize on that. Because um, Alexi bootlegs. when he made the Welcome game, to fake copies. bootlegs. This Thank you. Yeah, there's like a lot bootlegs. of bootlegs. Yeah. But also when he the Alexi would even play the game on company time on Soviet time, and when his boss would come by, he's like, "Hey, what are you doing?" He's like, "Oh, nothing. I'm just debugging a computer. No worries. No worries. No worries." Boss. So his boss would walk away, and he would continue to play Tetris because they knew the game was addictive. Boss makes a dollar, I make a dime. Mm-hmm. That's why I poop on company time. Amen <coughs> to that, brother. <laughs> so, I will check in just to go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, when Tetris, when all the rights to Tetris were settled, Nintendo got Tetris, and um, Hank and Alexi they actually became close friends because when he came, went back and forth from Japan to Russia quite a few times to smooth over everything and make sure everything was a legal, mm-hmm. b everything was fine because when Lexi made Tetris he didn't think it was going to be he was actually scared that the government was going to find out and he would get in trouble spoiler alert the government did find out KGB. but he was actually in on the meetings because they think hey he's a creator and he actually tried to get him royalties but at the time in Soviet Russia the Soviets said since he created this on state and government time he can't get any royalties it's my money so now Tetris is one of the most iconic video games of all time everyone has played it yep. you've played it all of you guys all of you guys have played it right uh, no. Seriously, you've never played Tetris? No, I played it. I of, course. <laughs> of course you played Tetris. And Excuse me? Uh, some did you just assume his Tetris? Tetris? Did you just assume my Tetris? Uh, there's like <laughs> Dr. Mario. There's a whole bunch of other games. <laughs> fandom. Oh, fandom. <laughs> so, and of course, fast forward to the collapse of the Soviet Union. Tetris is still one. Oh, hold on, hold on. Can we rewind a bit? Uh, so how do we get there? How do we get to the collapse of the Soviet Union? Yeah. Branded. Uh, I skipped that bit in history. Brandon, what? we do not have time. Well, it started okay, in sorry. the 40s with a man named Joseph Stalin. <laughs> <laughs> we do not have time. Ben, go ahead. Sorry, fast forward to the death of the wall. Stop throwing him off. Fast forward to the death of the wall. Death of Stalin, out 2017. Well, of course, the, oh, the United States loved Tetris. The whole world essentially loves Tetris. Oh, yeah. And Alexei, the creator of Tetris, ha- did not get a single dime for it. At, the, at that point in time, he was like, you know what? That I'm was just... kind of video games, though, at the time, wasn't it? Well, this was video games back in Soviet Russia. You're thinking of when creators weren't getting royalties for something created. Because back when Atari 
were put, first putting out 2600 games they wouldn't allow their programmers to put their yeah, name in like, it. Yeah, it's like it's like comic books back in the old days, you know, you, you make a car- you make a character, you don't own that character, the, co- I mean, the company owns that like, character. Even like even like on the the per- periphery, I think that's the word. Like we, people who saw Ready Player One, like they, yeah. they learned that yeah, like they weren't allowed to put the, the credits in the game. So yeah, they right. put like a that's secret. why Warren yeah. Robinette secretly put his name yeah. in uh, Adventure, and Atari didn't know about that's it. That's some bullshit. Game. Not giving credit exactly. Like, that's some bullshit. Well, because of that, Atari then started giving their creators credit. Yeah. But of course, this was in Soviet Russia. The rules were completely and totally Soviet different. Russia game make you oh man, you beat, much. beat you? that much. Yeah. yeah. So Hank actually got um he helped um Alexei and his family immigrate to the United States. He's oh, currently nice. living up Seattle. They both formed something called a Tetris company and ever since Alexei has been living very comfortably and still collecting royalties from Tetris. I would hope so cuz like That's nice. I mean like it, Tetris is a fun game but like you got to remember he made all the Tetris games now? No. He actually did Definitely not. He doesn't, he not all of them. No, but the Tetris company does license it. Yeah. Cuz oh, okay. there's a whole I was wondering why he made a company and yeah. didn't do anything My, with it. Well, he yeah. there's I mean there's products like there's on um, this really cool Tetris lamp where where all the Tetriminos they're interchangeable and if they connect in a certain way you could turn they them on just they all turn announced on. Tetris it's Effect. called Tetris Effect. Yeah, and it's a virtual reality Tetris game. Mm-hmm. It looks freaking awesome. That's cool. Well, that's, that's so re- cool. Well, the reason why they we call always it loop back to Tetris. Yeah. Well, the reason why they call it the Tetris Effect is there was that was actually a medical term. Yeah. Because there was a study done I sometime during the eighties early nineties. Oh yeah, it's like a where people with like memory problems they even if they they don't remember playing the game they remember seeing the blocks in their dreams. Huh. And hey, I hey, also cute hey guys. Uh, I just want I have Tetris. Oh really? Yeah, the Tetris effect. Yeah, there's, oh, there's, no. a, there's a group on Fridays. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. But I completely butchered um, the video and a bunch of the names. No. However, this if you Alexi and Hank, we got them. However, if you because I enjoy I enjoy documentaries. Yeah. I enjoy docu- especially even <laughs> some uh, video game doc- documentaries, and yes, it's an hour long YouTube video, but it is extremely well made. It is very well researched. And I highly recommend you go give it a watch. Dude, I might actually do you that, said yeah. you said that it's, it's a YouTube video. Are you yes. sure it like originated on YouTube? Because this could be from something else. Um, well, no, the gaming historian makes the like, gaming these is, videos. Yeah. that are like oh, in- introspective. Yeah, okay. the gaming historian he himself went out and researched all of yes. this. He made this That's video himself. A way more complicated and interesting story behind Tetris than I ever thought there yeah. was. It's, it's, there's a lot of just shit. made Tetris. No, yeah, I, you know, I definitely know a little bit. Yeah, because I remember when they found, because the, there's this uh, a company, Maxwell, the Maxwell Corporation, they had a bunch of different subsidiaries and one of them found out that they were, it, was, it came from Russia and they're like, you know what, let's just run with the Russian aesthetic and there was this project, they, when they put it as a computer game, it they actually had Tetris and the S was the hammer and sickle. Yeah. So they straight up went with the Russia aesthetic, and even in the background, you could see like the the Olympic Stadium. You could see um, like like the Red St. Peter's Square or the Red Square, whatever it's called. All these different famous Russian landmarks were in the background as you played the game, and it's it's very interesting because this simple little puzzle game, this addicting puzzle game, had went through a mess of licensing issues governments were the government was involved the russian government yeah. was involved and they were trying to figure out how to hey we're not getting paid for this because there is a licensing yeah the, the one Russia. thing i do know about the story is how alexi got like completely screwed over well he didn't like, actually funny thing is according to the the story and he didn't i mean yeah he was bummed he wasn't getting paid off it but at the same time he himself was just happy that people were playing well, of his course game. but like I, that I initial period like he should have been getting paid yeah yeah Actually, when this is um, very informative. Thank f- you, Ben. Funny thing is, is when um, t- Atari, Tengen, because they re- they were putting out 
copies illegally, but they didn't know mm-hmm. it. And then Nintendo won a lawsuit against them, and they had to pull it. Dr. Mario. And when uh, Nintendo officially started releasing uh, Tetris uh, cartridges, uh, there's a little tagline that said, from Russia with fun. That's funny. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, real quick, my favorite Tetris game is called <coughs> Tetris Battle Guide N. Mm-hmm. It's a 1993 game that came out on the Super Famicom. Uh, it's Ooh. been released digitally on regular consoles now, but mm-hmm. it's a it is a multiplayer battle Tetris game where you play as like mi- like chibi characters, uh-huh. like like a fish or or like a bunch of rabbits or a chef, and you build and you do Tetris, and when you complete Tetris blocks, you get uh, abilities which screw over the other opponents. Ooh. That's cool. Uh, it is the most fun you'll ever have playing a puzzle game. I'll tell you that. Right. I love it. It's great. That was very informative. Thank you, Ben. No problem. Yeah, so if I would highly recommend if you want to know the whole story. Once again, it's an hour long. If you have an hour to spare, watch the story of Tetris. It's on YouTube under Gaming Historium. Cool. Go watch I it. I love it's it. It's really, really good. All right, Sparks, you're up. Do, hey, do, 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 I, do, do, this last week, finished a little show called Krypton. Man, there's how, so many shows in the world. How was it? So when we first talked about Krypton, I think you'll remember I was pretty sour about it. Yeah. Yeah, you like, were the one who was least excited I for it. I was least interested. Yeah, because uh, I, I like my Superman, and this looked like a bad it, cash in on Man of Steel. If I remember, I believe the words you were you used were, oh, I don't want to watch a show about Superman's grandpappy. Oh, that's going to be a crappy show. You Grand, know what? That probably Grand is. Crappy? I don't think you say that ever. <laughs> you said grandpappy. I know that. I think he might be right about this one. <laughs> okay. I think I probably <laughs> did say, oh, I want to go watch Superman's grandpappy. Like, Sounds you were, just like you. Sparks, you were not happy about this. I, I remember that. I was not. Uh, I thought this was kind of dumb and, and wasteful. And uh, Ryan and I were probably the most excited for it. And we haven't watched it. Nope. <laughs> and when it first started, I watched, not long after it aired, uh, I watched the first episode and I was like, hmm. Yeah, it's, it's neat. It's got better production value than Somebody I thought. Somebody save but, me. You know, n- there's no standout bad actors, so... Eh. Uh, episode two, I picked up a while later, and I was like, yeah, all right. And then episode three, something... I can't tell you. It wasn't something specific. Uh, but something happened in there where I went, I think this might be better than I'm thinking it is. And so I kept watching. And... It's one of those shows that sets up this idea of, like, you kind of can see where all the pieces are going. Because they're playing into all these stereotypes and everything. Like, there's there's this family hierarchy of, like, you know, okay, so it's uh, Seg, who, Seg L, who is the grandfather of Kal-El. And Adam Strange comes back in time in the first episode and tells Seg that he needs to help him to stop Brainiac because uh, Brainiac is going to make it so that Superman is never born. And that's why he's there. And so, uh, and he has Superman's cape, which is slowly deteriorating from the bottom up as time is uh, moving forward the towards him being erased for good. The Back to the Future effect. Thank you very much. <laughs> and uh, so, um, that's you get that set up, and it's like it's neat. And Brainiac shows up at the end of the first episode, and I'm like, wow, he looks pretty good. Looks better. I've told you guys, but I haven't said it on air. He looks better than Steppenwolf in, G- in Justice League. And I mean, I'm even, like, that's shameful. Even the trailers we saw, League. like Brainiac, look really, he really, he good. really cool. He looks like Brainiac, and that's awesome. Um, so some s- something that they set up is uh, this. Real this quick, how how long was the season? I wasn't twenty two? I think it's ten episodes. Oh, okay, that's cool. Okay, it's either ten or it's twelve, but I think it's ten. Okay, okay I want to ask the 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 other two, how comfortable are we with with some spoilers? Because I'm jonesing for some info. I, info I, on this. I will I will say some things, but there are some things that what I found so enjoyable about it is I couldn't have predicted that's where it was going. Mm-hmm. So yes. so I'm not going to ruin any of that because uh, I do want to watch it. Uh, but 
I'm still not like I need to watch it immediately. Yeah. So I'm like not, maybe you, you can some work stuff that me might over. get you into it. Yeah. But I I don't. What made me like these things so much is I couldn't have seen that they were going to come about the way they did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to say them. Sure. Um. So it sets up this family hierarchy by the uh, family of Vex, and Vex is uh, working with the voice of Rao to kind of keep all of Candor under the under their thumb. Um, and so you you are immediately like, okay, so we don't like Vex. We're not sure about the voice of Rao, but we definitely don't like Vex because Vex. Wait, is the voice of Rao a voice or a, like a clan? The voice of Rao is a is a person who is designated as like the emissary of Rao. Got it. Okay. And he wears this awesome looking mask. Yeah. Uh, really great. I love the voice of Rao. Um, really great character. Uh, so Vex is set up as like, he's the bad guy. Here's his daughter. Oh, he's offering Sag this opportunity to join the ranks because the elves have been disbanded from the ranks. And he's like, you can come back in, but you're going to have to marry my daughter to get back into the ranks. You'll be a Vex, not an L. And you're like, okay, so they're both like going to be bad people and things are going to go down. Um, Things do not play out the way that you think they will with that family. Things do not play out the way you think they will at all. And here's the thing. I will, I'm will i not going to tell you what the real plot of the season is, but you think that the plot is Brainiac's there and he's going to make it so Superman isn't born and they have to prevent that. That's not actually the story of the season. Adam Strange about halfway through learns he's wrong about who's making it so that Superman isn't born in that time period. So... Well, is Brainiac? Brainiac came back from the future as well. I will neither confirm nor deny that because it's too spoilery. Oh, I'm already more interested. I know, I know. Okay, I know three one and or two characters come back, come back in time. Three Superman villains appear in this show. I, I know all three, but I don't know how they play. And I think, I think I also know them just from like now on this show. This is happening. Yeah. So I is I Doomsday in there? I saw. I might oh, have seen. <laughs> I might have saw a picture, like like somebody on Twitter posted Doom, a picture. Doom Doomsday's in Krypton. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and uh, like the actual Doomsday. And like it looks good. Is it not he Sam Witwer? <laughs> he looks. Oh, my fandom. <laughs> he looks bomb. <laughs> the one picture I saw I was like, oh shit, that's what I'm into right there. Yeah, that's Sam Witwer. Looked now, I don't want to. I don't want to overhype you. <laughs> Doomsday is merely frozen. Yeah. When yeah. we see him. Yes. Okay. Uh, for now. Oh, he shit. is merely frozen, but when we see him, we see him, and it's like it looked pretty good. That looks like so. Doomsday. This is Doomsday already created by Jaxer. Correct. Okay. Um, that already gets me. Um, uh, makes me more interested. Yeah. The other Superman villain who appears is General Zod. I feel. I, have I a feeling. I knew about that one too. The way that, that, that General Zod shows up, though, you couldn't. You don't see coming. Because wouldn't he be like super young? That's why don't... Okay, spoiler stuff, right? So then? the way that he that's shows cool. up... No, I know. It just That's cool. How you does Adam Strange get there? You don't see coming. Oh, I just don't. I just didn't think there'd be multiple I, time I, travelers, though. You don't see it coming. Okay, that's cool. I like the way that they did it. I was like, oh, wow. Oh, is it the Phantom really, Zone? Huh? Is it the Phantom Zone? I'm not saying. I'm oh. just saying... <laughs> don't say it. ...that there is, there's this device they use. It subverts your expectations. <laughs> you so, all right, Brandon? I'm sorry. Just, <laughs> you you reacted. That really scared me. <laughs> I jumped too. What the hell? Something fell outside. Something. Okay. So uh, the Zod family is present. Cool. There is a, a bait and switch done with the Zod family in relation to the general that I won't expand on. I'm into that. Okay. Um, All of Krypton, though, is just – it's it's really cool. Like, they just set up so many things mm-hmm. that I, I – I now, expected to go certain ways, character arcs to go certain ways, and then they just turn left. Now and I'm is like, oh, I don't is know where this, you're going anymore. 
is this supposed to be tied to Man of Steel? Or is it just they happen to look kind of aesthetically the same? Um, because it's uh, Goyer, right? Yes. Uh, because it's Goyer from Man of Steel, he definitely took the aesthetic of like that set-up version of Man of Steel. Right, it's a but this is, this is not a prequel to Man of Steel. Okay. Because uh, I, do, I do like the aesthetic of it I, I will say it's not... I, I don't see how it could be a prequel to Man of Steel, but I... I, and I wasn't crazy about like this kind of colorless, few, you know, look of Krypton. I got into it. I got into the idea behind it. I got into the way that it works. Um, I don't know if you know what city they're in. Kandor. They are in Kandor. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's that's pretty cool. That plays out in a cool way. Um, there's a lot of cool stuff done with uh, with the Genesis chamber, the Genesis tree. Yeah. Um, that is is that. Is that a, only a Man of Steel thing? Because I don't, or is that like like the, the is that you're talking about like that stuff? Like you mean the the the, the, the like the, the Kryptonian birth of yeah the people that they make that they make people instead of is having that, natural is that the births. same thing? Yeah, it's that. Is it's that from that the comics that, too? No, it's not from the comics. Okay, I'm making sure. Okay. Yeah, so they took that same that same idea from okay from yeah, that, from was, Man of that Steel. was created by Goyer and yeah. Snyder and but they play with it really interestingly. Um, there's a lot of interesting choices that happen here. Um, the end of the season is is so bold. Awesome. I don't like. Okay, so it's it's just um. You try not to. You're gonna love it. Yeah. You're gonna love it. That's great. You in particular are gonna love it. The I'm, I I'm very interested it. in season two because it it they they took some chances here and they've set up something that I'm like. Y- You've delivered so far, so I hope you're going to deliver on this because this is intense. Now, my where you're heading now. My fear, and I think it's, I think it's unrealized now, but my fear is that this would be something like Gotham, where it's like, hey, here's the past, but everything from the future is also still here. Like, oh, here's baby this, baby that, baby like that. Everything you thought you knew was wrong. No, not not, that. not like that. Just like, oh, here's baby poison ivy and baby no, Joker. No, I know, what, I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, does it? It's if it feels like that, but it's done well, I can get over it. But like, because still the because all of the Superman villains who have shown up are all tied to Krypton, it okay. doesn't feel forced. It's not like to Toy me. Man shows up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's not Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor's not going to show yeah. up in this. That would be um, stupid. Teenage Lex Luthor. I'm exploring the universe. Yeah, no, uh, I I think it's got a good setup. I I like that. Um, Adam Strange is not a gimmick character. He's a focus character. That's cool. And that made me really happy that he's he's got some development and there's still does hawkman show up in the show don't say no. that okay no because i remember they were talking about stuff no they were talking about it in um in, in the synopsis like, like when they were for early days they were like yeah hawkman's gonna be in it like the la- they said lanterns and stuff too some lanterns yeah, yeah. Uh, does the, do you, mm. it's very it's very grounded it's very fun to watch kryptonians uh i didn't think about the fact that krypton was actually pretty fun to watch when it gets down to like they have to deal with things the same way people deal with things because they don't have powers. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's kind of yeah. neat. You know, because you keep being like, man, you're like the grandpappy of Superman. Why don't you? Oh, you can't. You can't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> that red sun. Yeah. Um, do you think this show could turn into a quasi like DC Universe show? Because like the way they talk about like, do like, I think like, like Thanagar and Green Lantern films? No, not even that. Just like they can make their own like. They can have like Green Lanterns and Thanagar and all these different alien races that are just like, oh, they happen to be in the DC universe. Like they I make the it a big exists, show. I think the potential exists because there's no, it wouldn't ruin anything of the future because yeah. there's you're not meeting, 
you're not meeting any characters that it like violates like how could they have known them and yeah. that kind of like you know because it's it's his grandfather is a teenager Jorel yeah. isn't even a baby Born yet, yet. Yeah. man if they oh could they do like time like do you think would it be weird if like the like because there's legion of superheroes is on supergirl right like they're time travelers from the earth 3000 like do you think because they're so involved with superman could you see them appearing on the show do you think they would fit like tonally i think it's possible to be done i don't think it's needed i yes. think that they were able to create a strong idea and a strong show without pulling from any of that okay i think would be really interesting it's more interesting to see how the families in krypton relate to each other and how they work and this idea of there's they're called the rankless and then the, the like a gilded. caste system they're they're called the rankless and the gilded and there are those who have been uh stripped of their rank and so they're not recognized by their houses anymore and they're basically the poor and then the gilded are the elite yeah and they have been running the system very well and lucratively for themselves. And this is kind of at a tipping point of that system not working so good. And the re only reason why the people support it is because the voice of Rao is the one who's saying, this is what Rao Rawr. wants. And this is how it's, this is how it's going. You said you talked about a lantern showing up. I'd really like it if it wasn't like Abin Sur. If it, it doesn't was, have to be anybody. No, but I think it has to be somebody. It has to be Tomar Ray. You think so? Because Tomar Ray was the lantern of that sector. Yeah. That would be cool, yeah. Tomar Ray was the lantern of that sector when the planet blew up. And but, Superman, but this is, but this Superman is so actually, early. No, but but Tom, we don't know how old Tomar Ray no, is. No, I get that, but I mean, it wouldn't have to be him either because this is... Cause, like what, because years? the thing is, it could be the Green Lantern before Tomar Ray. Right, well, that's what I'm saying. If it has to be somebody, I think it had to be Tomar Ray because we, they, could, they could fudge it because he's no, an alien. Yeah. But uh, what I think would be really interesting... Is, so one of the things that I really like uh, when Superman first meets Tomar Ray is that Tomar Ray says, I'm really sorry, I let your planet blow up. Yeah. And the Superman's like, what? He's like, I was the lantern of that sector, and I didn't know, and I'm sorry. And it was this really cool emotional yeah. beat. Like, I think that'd be cool to I, see Tomar Ray I, show I, up. So, sorry. Uh, I agree, but I, I would be cool if it's just a rando. Just like, oh, look, Green Lantern. So, this is, so something that does happen is that when Adam Strange first meets Seg, he's like, you have to help me because your grandson is one of the most important people in the universe, and something bad is about to happen to the planet with this alien in space named Brainiac, who your grandfather knew about, and we need to prevent it from happening or Superman won't exist anymore. And then about halfway through the season, Seg finds out that Adam knows that Krypton blows up and didn't tell him. Okay. And That's that a creates a whole turn on a lot of dynamics and relationships because because Seg learns that a few other characters learn that and how those characters feel about the fact that they're, they're doomed. Their planet is inevitably doomed, and but it's like and and you know Adam's like well it has to blow up because that's how Superman gets it, and so Seg has to come. I like with that. Terms. I like that, that that like that poetry is like you learn that like oh you're gonna have to die and you have to let this happen to really let the greater outcome happen. You have to like, let you have your to, whole planet. You go. have to wrestle with that, and I yeah. really that's I I'm a, I'm a big fan of that premise. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So question. Yeah. After the first season, how many seasons do you think um, Krypton has before it's done? Depends on ratings. <laughs> I'm a big fan of shows that commit to five and stop. Okay. And I prefer to see this be that kind of show okay i don't see it going f much farther past that i don't think sci-fi shows tend to go much farther past that anyway um but i i would say five okay there's a lot of strong choices there are strong actors uh it's it's worth watching i was surprised i was surprised uh right now i would rank it pretty high up there in the dc tv shows that i like black lightning and this yeah. so 
Uh, knowing that it's only ten episodes, that that inclines me uh, to watch it more because yeah, it's more focused. Yeah. Face your mic a little bit. Oh. I hope they keep short seasons. Yeah, uh, because I prefer that with most of the DC TV shows. More focused. Yeah, it's what I liked about Black Lightning, but it might not be the case anymore next year. <laughs> I saw a superhero. Um, he was black. Also, the street Black Lightning's black. Also, just side note, quick side note about DC TV shows. I'm the only one who's all caught up on all of them. And I will tell you this real quick. Whoa. Arrow is still terrible. Yep. <laughs> In fact, it might be the worst it's ever been. Yep. Ooh. I heard what happened in that season finale. I'm like, oh, I'm so done. I did not. Oh, what happened? Somebody died. I told you who died. You did? Yeah. Do they just not care? Do you know, oh, who, they're teasing? You're right. Do you know who they're teasing for season seven? I want to say yes, but I don't remember. The Longbow Hunters. Yeah, that's the Lemire stuff, too. Yeah. <sighs> Uh, it's good stuff. The Flash, I I think that I've just gotten a little, I think that The Flash is just kind of a little stuck with it, some of stagnant. its characters. That, yeah, it's getting a little stagnant. But the thing is, I would say this season was a lot better than season three. A lot better than season three. So, season four Really, because good. I could stomach season three. I couldn't stomach this season. I mean, but you didn't finish it. Yeah, that's why. But I mean, like... I think it gets much better. I, I think it... I think it it gets strong. I don't remember much of the first half of the season. It's been a long time. It's all the but, the, but the, the, the the DeVoe setting up stuff. I like the way that all the thinker stuff ultimately played out. I'll put it that way. Um, I, 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 for the most part, do as well. I, I think, didn't finish it, though. I think Legends, for the most part, was Legends' best season. This last one. I almost started it yesterday, but then I watched Blade Runner 2049 instead. <laughs> hey, guys, uh, that movie still rocks. Supergirl remains my favorite of the four on the Man, CW. I keep... Oh, 100%. Yeah. Supergirl had two particular episodes recently that blew me away. One, where Jimmy Olsen is being threatened by somebody who saw his mask get taken off as Guardian, and they want someone he's protecting. And they say, we're going to out you as Guardian. And Jimmy Olsen has this moment where he's talking to Lena about how he's not sure if he should reveal that he's Guardian because he doesn't know how the town will react when they learn that Guardian, Guardian is black. And he has a strong monologue oh. where he explains the first time he was ever arrested when he was seven years old because he was black. Wow. And that was a stunning episode, talking about this idea of... And they tied it in with Supergirl about her wrestling with whether or not she should tell Lena who she is. Really great episode. They went straight for like that very idea that Smallville always avoided of like Clark talking to Lex, and they just hammered exactly... like The, the thing I love about it is like you know, understand both sides of why Kara and Lena feel the way they do and both are right and there is no good way for her to reveal who she is at this point and they're both right and I really like it and then later in the season they did an episode where John Johns finds out that uh, John Jones you know <laughs> uh, he finds out that the DEO the guns that they're getting are man their manufacturer is now selling to people who are getting it on the streets and trying to shoot at cops and he wrestles with this throughout the episode, and at the end of the episode, he makes the decision that the DEO is going to pull away from lethal weapons, and with Wynn's help, they're going to create non-lethal weapons for the DEO to use and not use straight-up bullets and guns anymore. Don't tell and the NRA. it is NRA. a better gun episode like icers. than the one that <laughs> Arrow did. Oh, I believe it. Stronger, not as ham-fisted. I can totally believe that. Or heavy-handed. Supergirl remains my favorite of the four DC TV shows. Sure. How it is still strong. Is is Rain, is that like one of the big villains this season? Yes. How is she? Great. Okay, cool. I really like that actress. So uh the story of the world killers is playing out really well. Yeah. And okay. 
I don't feel like Monel and Kara's, you know, uh, relationship weirdness has been handled poorly at all. I think it makes Good. sense and it doesn't feel forced. And I'm and I like the way they've been developing. I really it. like the Legion of Superheroes. How are they? Because I saw those outfits originally and I didn't like them. The Legion is. Have fine. you seen his current outfit? Like looks the, really the, good. Is it like the red yes. one? Yeah. 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 The Legion is fine, but Brainy, Brainy is not great. Both yeah, both looks, the actor performing him is not awesome. That's a shame. And the makeup for him is not great. That's a shame. Alrighty, Ryan, <gasps> Ooh. take us home, buddy. Uh, all right, bye. No, not that Skirt. way. All right, so uh, hey, I'm I'm the resident comic book boy. We all like comic books, yes, but I do. really like comic books. Uh, and I want to do our quarterly slash monthly slash annually uh, comic book check in. You know, we always talk about the state of the industry. You know, so basically a random comic book check in. Yes, basically, <laughs> yeah. But it's this time; it's the two year anniversary. So uh, let's see, Marvel and DC. Hey guys, how you doing? Right now, Are you saying hi to Marvel and DC. Yeah, they're listening. Yeah, welcome um, Marvel DC. So, welcome uh, to the table. The reason I want to bring this up because almost, oh my God, seven, seven years ago exactly, uh, New Fifty Two came out. Real quick, I had a guy tell me that the New Fifty Two Superman was the best Superman has ever been, and I wanted to kick him out of my car. <laughs> Fandom. Oh, excuse me. Ew. You're excused. Gosh. But really, hey man, he was probably twelve and it was his first. Because that's I, his comic. Because I said, because I said, no, he was an adult. Uh, no, but I, he was twelve inside mentally. for Superman. Because okay. I, I told him I was like, I'm really worried that in one of my worries, I'm really worried that Bendis is going to erase Lois and Clark's yeah. marriage and erase John because we haven't heard anything about them and they're not showing up, uh, only in flashbacks so far. And, um, I said well, they they've done that before. They've tried doing that before in the fifty two and it didn't work. It's like, oh, I love that stuff. Yeah, give me a darker Superman. Get rid of Lois. Blah blah. I'm like, you are wrong. Oh, no. <laughs> um. So yeah, seven years ago, New fifty started. Uh. So. The, the, the thing I want to bring up was it was Justice League and Avengers because mm-hmm. Hickman, Jonathan Hickman was watching Avengers number one and Marvel now, Marvel now and uh, first J- Jeff Johns. Oh, yes. Jeff Johns launched Justice League and Jeff Johns just came off, you know, Green Lantern run like extensive. Like this he was still was, doing Green Lantern. But yeah. Oh, yeah, he's still. Yeah. Uh, but it was like a relaunch and stuff. still. Yeah. Um, and every in I think most of us can agree that that Justice League run started kind of kind of average. Kind of weak, yeah. It was fine. It took a while to really pick up steam. Like I think Dark Side War is like it ended stronger than it began. Yes, the Dark Side War stuff is like I think the best that that series was. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Hickman's run, like you guys know, I feel like that entire run is like legendary. It's beautiful. It's amazing. Uh, Avengers number one launches last month, and Justice League relaunches last month as well, or or just last week. Um, this week. This was it. This week. Yeah. No, because I bought it last week. I didn't Are you talking about it. No Justice? I got j- j- number one last week because I can go to the store this week. No, I, mean, I just picked up the, picked up the first issue this week, and this was from Wednesday. I went I went last week and it wasn't there. I got it last week, my dude. You're talking about no justice. Maybe I don't know. Talking, I, got, I have no, number sure one. You're though. talking about no justice. I have number. That's weird. Okay. Anyway, so Justice League is relaunched with Scott Snyder and Jim Chung. Jim Chung is a Marvel boy. Damn you! You left us. I understand. He left, and now he's doing Justice League, and it's great. Avengers is Jason Aaron, who is Marvel's top boy right now, and Ed McGinnis, who's he's fine. He's great. He's cartoony. Um, I was really, really, really looking forward to Avengers because Jason Aaron has done nothing but great things. It's kind of average. It's very by the by the numbers, very basic. Now book. Uh, we talked about this before. You say that as a person who's read many Avengers books. Yes. Now me, who has read no Avengers books, I, I haven't read it yet, but I'm sure it I feels won't a lot feel like way. the movies. And and that, and that's not sus- not necessarily a bad really thing. No, no Avengers books. No, actually. Hmm. Anyway, I just yeah. Um, 
And I think it's an interesting point because Marvel right now is, is launching a whole bunch of number ones. DC is going through like kind of like the second wave of Rebirth. You know, I got Bandit's coming on. They're relaunching a whole bunch of books. Uh, I just New Age of Heroes is floundering. New Age of Heroes is floundering. It's their Marvel now, I guess. Um, I just want to talk about like your guys' pull list and like we're, what are you guys reading? Like this week it was Hulk. It was Doctor Strange. There was Deadpool. Like there's so many great new number ones out by Marvel. Same with DC. Like I think right now is one of the best times to, if you're out of the comics, get back in the comics. I just want to talk about uh, what your pool this is and like how do you feel about where both sides are? Because you know, independent like there's so much independent stuff. It's always good. Like there's always something good at independent. Well, Mo- it's, not, it's, not, <laughs> it's there's always something good. Is as a more accurate statement than yes. it's always good. Well, no, what I'm saying is like independent, like it, like with your Spider-Man, like yeah, it's your Spider-Man book, but independent, you're not looking for oh, it's Spider-Man. There's a thousand different independent books, so you can pick and choose. So I just want to know what you guys uh, what you guys are pointing at my penis for. <laughs> I was trying to get Brandon to pass me my phone. I oh apologize. no, it's, it's, it. words. Okay. Words don't work. Yeah, yeah. so I was like, uh, I was trying to do it without disrupting you. No, you're did, fine. It did not succeed. Uh, but as the two other guys who have weekly pull lists, I just want to like, what's what's your pull list look like? Like, what are you feeling about well, both companies? This, I mean, this week I I, I picked up uh, Justice League number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, are we talking only DC Marvel? No, we can talk about the whole thing. Like, I just think independent. Like, it's just so vast. Like, there's always good stuff there. I mean, look look at my. I'm, I'm I'm behind. Yes, I, am I mean quite I'm, a bit I'm behind. behind too, but I yeah. mean, I'm I'm still. But uh, you you can you can tell like if you're reading a lot of Marvel books as opposed so to last year or something. Yeah, I'm, I yeah. mean I'm reading about. I'm about to be. I think would be what I would. I yeah. think I'm reading about fifty fifty yeah. at this point. Um, yeah, I've dropped I've dropped some DC stuff. Some of it because it ended. Yeah, yeah a lot of my D, a lot of DC books are just ending for me. I think. Yeah, same. Yeah. Um, I I I really liked what was going on with Superman. Uh, uh, last year and the year before. Yeah. Um, and I'm strong starts off. Still, far, lo- I, I still love Bendis. Yeah. I think I think I'm ready. He's, he's nailed the voice of Superman, and you definitely get the like, sense of Superman. Did you read? Did you read two this? I just picked it up this, uh, today. Okay. Um, Perry White has a great bit. Does he? Yeah, he does a great job with yeah. Perry White in this one. That's good. I love it. Um, I think I think the 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 tone of the books. Bendis is like like the way you're saying it. he's nailed Superman's voice. I think he nailed a yeah. a great Perry White for a modern age. Oh, very cool. I like it. Uh, <laughs> I'm really looking forward to that. Um, my my favorite a lot of my favorite books are ending though. Uh, like I like Peter Tomasi and Patrick Gleason on Superman that has ended. Um, Spider Gwen is ending next month. Uh, and man, Spider Gwen I've been reading for like years. I love that book so yeah, much. Since so Secret I felt Wars. so I felt about uh, uh, Wolverine yeah. and. Uh, I've been reading that book since before Secret Wars, and I'm super sad its ending was so yeah. solid. Uh, Descender is a book I've been reading since it started. Yep, that book is so good, and it's ending next month. Also, is it really ending? Yeah, I didn't know that. Ending for good. Damn. Um, and that's Dustin Wynn and Jeff Lemire. Yep. Uh, oh, it's so good. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I'm pretty happy with what I pick up. Yeah. Like, I like. Are most you going to pick up any of these Marvel number ones? I picked up Doctor Strange and Immortal Hulk. Cool. Um, and I've, I'm reading Avengers. Well, I picked up Avengers. I haven't yeah, read it yet. Yeah. Um, I think that's it because I'm not going to get Ta-Nehisi Coates Captain America. Um, well, why not? Uh, no interest, really. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I only reason like Captain America isn't a comic book character I've, gravi- I've, gravita- I've gravitated towards in a solo book. Um, I knew that Mark Wade. Are you picking up the Mark Wade stuff? Yeah, that stuff's awesome. I like Mark Wade. Um, I knew that I would. I knew what he would do, and I knew that I would like it. Yeah. Um, and it's all about, like, what does Captain America mean to the world? See, that's why I'm really excited for 
Coates has run because not only is this a new writer, but it's the first black person to write a Captain America book. Yeah. And what kind of voice he's going to bring to that story is is uh, is brand new. Mm-hmm. And like, I'll at least pick up that first issue because like I'm hella excited to see like what the he last, does. The last time he what had does two, he do with that book? The last time he had two books, one was delayed indefinitely. Well, <sighs> you know, he still writes Black Panther, and that's that's about yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's nothing. It's it's really at that point it just becomes like, what am I most excited about, and yeah. what can I pick up? Because I my pull list, yeah. I gotta make sure it doesn't I'm, get too wild. Sam, yeah. I am reading Ta-Nehisi Coates' yeah. Captain America. That I picked it back up when he went to space. Cause that, cause the Daniel, black, the Black Panther. Yeah. Yeah. No, Captain America. No. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Kuhn. I'm sure. Daniel Kuhn is doing the art for the that was, Space uh, Wakanda. Marvel Now. What? Two point. You're talking about Bucky Barnes going to space? No, I'm talking about Steve. Steve went to space. Yeah, Dimension yeah. Z. Dimension Z. You're yeah, right. Recommender, baby. You're right. Ha ha. Ha. You didn't know. <laughs> no, I did because I had that. I read that issue okay. where it started with like Steve's in space, and I'm like, what's He's in Dimension happening? Fee, fighting the Green Skull. Um, yeah. Most of it is just kind of like I just you know want to make sure I just kind of try to keep my pull list down to a manageable level. Yeah. Um, and try to catch up when I can. I, the only books that I'm caught up on are Doomsday Clock and. It's not hard it. to keep up on Doomsday Clock no, it when it really comes out once every eight years. You remember, like, a w- when we did our, what episode was it? Our Christmas special, our first Christmas special. And you were, like, looking forward. You're like, what? Uh, no, first end of the year. First, like, end yeah. of the full year, not not this. End of 2016? Yeah, end of 2016. And I was like, the thing I'm most excited about is Doomsday Clock. Man, that's going to be so exciting. Like, oh having God. that 12-month that comic. Yeah, and he's like, right. here we are. And I'm like, this should have like, like, been over by now. It should have <laughs> oh been close God. to halfway. I, I read Doomsday Clock 4. 5? 4. 4. Sure. Ew. And I'm watching. Four. And I'm, I'm reading this. I'm like, and a character shows up. Do you guys care? Do you care? I've read it. I've okay. read it, yeah. Saturn Girl shows up. I, was like, I uh-huh. don't remember and you. I'm like, were you in the last one? Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I got Doomsday Clock 4 from you. No, you probably didn't. Probably my mail um, to you when you leave. I'm still keeping up on everything Superman, so when Man of Steel's over, I'll still pick up action and Superman for a while, I, I mean, imagine. same, yeah. My final uh, Iron Man 600 came out. Uh, boy. Oh yeah, yeah. Real, yeah. real, real. I picked you, that up. Did too. you read it yet? No, I didn't read it okay. yet. But I, I picked it up because I was like, I, I picked up all of Bendis's last issues at so, Marvel because I love him. Not, I don't want to spoil anything because you're gonna read it. But man, excuse me. I, I don't know if I. You love... already did actually. What spoil? What Leo? That's no. That's not the spoiler. Oh, that's I know, only but... like the first page. That's not. That's not the pr- issue. I have. So I don't know if I like this or hate this yet. But Bendis leaving Iron Man, he basically. He basically just said, oh, everything that happened these past couple years, I'm just going to reverse all of it. He's very Grant Morrison in that way. Like, to a point where I'm like, oh, come on, dude. Well, some like, amount of it, I wonder, is if it's his choice. And if it's not, that sucks. But if it is, I'm like, you're well, just here, like, here's ru- a, you're, you're, you're going against everything you just set up from the last couple of years. Here's the thing about Bendis that I've noticed that he and Grant Morrison, he and Grant Morrison don't really share a whole lot in common, but <laughs> they do share this. They like putting everything back the way they found it. Like it's o- it's almost like I wonder if that's just professional courtesy in a way. I think it is. Yeah. Like like Morrison when he left Batman, he killed Damien. He yep. disbanded the Batman Incorporated. He was like Batman was exactly the way he had he had brought it. He had, he he brought on. He had yeah. been on Batman. Like that that is just what he does. And I think you're right. It's kind of professional courtesy in their in their eyes. And I think Bendis did the, a lot of the same thing. Like yeah, I killed Rhodey. Well, what if you want? What if you Dan Slott, when he was Rhodey? Here you go. Yeah, I'm not gonna say. Well, yeah, I'm. Th- there you go. Yeah, one th- one thing in the book is just like, oh, I guess he's just alive. Cool, yeah. that's cool. Like, like you killed him for no reason. Literally, you killed him for no reason, like a year ago. But it, I mean, it's not. 
<coughs> excuse me. I mean, I think I think that has I do think that has a lot to do with leaving pieces open for the people who are coming after instead. Because, because then Dan Slott would have to It's just very yeah. and his story's over and people aren't going to carry on his pieces anyway. I know what you mean. Because I, I, like, I prefer closure to my things, and the only thing that Ben just they were me closure If they set it up better, that's fine. But it was literally, oh, this is the very last uh, oversized issue. Let's just solve all our shit right here, right now. I'm like, man, if it's really rushed. Mm. Especially the stuff. I don't want to talk about Doctor Doom. I don't want to get into Doctor Doom. That also, I want you to tell me about that. that. Also, it's just, could, it's, it's, it's that also could be a lot to do with you know both the fact of like when he was. Oh no, I know exactly working, what happened. Yeah. When he was working on 600, he was recovering. That's true. Yeah. That's a lot of it. Like yeah. knowing he was in the state of like recovering and, and making his move over to dc like a lot of stuff was going on in his life and so he had to rush out a lot of things yeah i, I, guess I, I mean i i think that benefit of the doubt bendis has been through a lot in the past year oh 100 percent. no yeah um yeah i mean so. i think i think at the, at the end of the day it's 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 professional courtesy for like, yeah. for me i'm i'm Independent comics wise, I'm I'm picking up Isola and Skyward. I started picking up too because of you. I I'm, I've only read the first issue uh, of Isola, but I like it a lot. Yeah, I uh, love the that creative team yeah. from Gotham Academy, which Future Book Club, by the way. Uh, Gideon Falls by Jeff Lemire and Andrea Sorrentino is is is, is the Twin Peaks horror esque book. I, okay, I want to check it out. Okay, you later cannot, down the road. You cannot read uh, Gideon Falls, uh, Animal Man. Uh, um, uh, just the United, even yeah. um, Descender, and then read Terrifics and tell me that is the same writer. Yeah, yeah sure. It's a different I, style. I don't. I do it's not. It's a different buy style. It's it hmm. just. It is a very, like, it is a very cheesy. Like, I, I, said, I will give you. It is it's not clunky. It, and he is not a clunky writer. No, you didn't read his X Men stuff. Well, you're right. His extraordinary X Men. He fair. Lemire works better when it's downtrodden people, like when it's more emotional stuff. When he has to write happy go lucky stuff, it's not. It's very. Yeah, it's it's not his wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will give you that. He's definitely a more sad so writer my, than a happy writer. My, I mean, like my my whole thing is like with the new age of heroes. Like if you look at the creative teams, the artists are the are the are the thing. Well, that was like their push. No, he, he, I actually read into it. I read it. I, re, I read. Um, I read the article again. The writers are the the, the artists are the writers. They came up with the stories. They came up with the scripts. They put they put Scott Snyder and Jeff Lemire and that's Jim why Lee. they're all bad. They put the they put these people on to help guide the stories, but they are not writing these books. It's a lot like James Tinney and the Fourth was on was on well, Batwoman, and then, and then yeah. many of them have moved off after the like one or two issues. Yeah. yeah, Jim Lee only wrote only drew half of the first issue of Immortal Man. Yeah, it's it's there's been some deceptive stuff going on there. That's yeah. a shame. It's not. It's not written. It's not written by yeah. these people. Anyway, anyway um, DC wise, uh, Superman. Everything Superman. I've been doing everything Superman since uh, Rebirth. Yep. I also have not once missed. Uh, well, no, for a little bit I wasn't picking up one of them, but I've I've kept up mostly with Detective Comics and Batman. Batman's been and killer. I've I've kept up with Wonder Woman. I read Trinity until that was over. Yeah, I read um, the first arc of Trinity. I wasn't crazy about Trinity. I just like the art. I yeah. I enjoyed Francis it. Yeah. I enjoyed it most of the time. Um. Yeah, but I've, I'll I did like that first I'll issue where they're having dinner and like Rainbow Batman. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. that's cool. I'll pretty, I'll pretty much absolutely keep up on Batman, Detective, Action, Superman, and Wonder Woman. Past that, I don't know. I, just, you, did I, you, just I, I am reading Justice. I will be reading Justice League. I just dropped Justice Detective. Great, actually. Man. Justice League is is huh? the. I just dropped Detective. Actually, yeah. James Tinian left, and I was just like, I'm, I'm, I'm picking up two, three Justice League books. I'm, I'm gonna probably gonna ride Detective till it hits the the big eight hundred one thousand. Also, oh, yeah, one thousand. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I thought about that, but I I gotta I gotta cut down. No, I get it, but I mean, like, I'm not I'm not getting as much as you. Yeah, um, at the moment, anyway. Uh, that could change if Marvel does do well. Um, I picked up Immortal Hulk 
you know, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh, my my comic shop did not have it in stock. Man, Mark Wade has like three number ones. Out but but uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh, Megan wants to read, so I'm yeah. picking that up and I'll read is it that, Is that Nadia, right? Nadia Pym? Scott and Nadia, I think so. Yeah, I think okay. so. All right, cool. I'll read that book. Um, and Captain America, Tana Hesse, uh Black Panther also. You're reading two in one. Right? I have been. Tune one's like I'm my not, favorite. I'm not caught book. up, but yeah, I've been keeping along with that. And too. Jim Chung was uh, doing that book. You. And Jim Chung was doing the book, and then he dropped it for DC, baby. And <laughs> then when Spider-Man comes back, I'm so excited for that. I book, will dude. be picking up Amazing Spider-Man so 100. And as long as it's good, I will stick with that till it forever. It's still. I, I will stick with it as long yeah. as it's good. And the moment it's not good, I'm I'm out. I but still. I, uh, you'd have to get like real upsetting. For me to not be reading it, I just refuse to support support uh, Dan. All I so see I any of his stuff. is Ryan Otley's invincible art because like he draws like those square head characters, and I'm like, oh my god, all your characters just look the same. I did not like that they killed somebody in, in 800. 800 800's just like it's a big old weird issue. <laughs> really did not like I know finding out about. about that death. That really bothered me. I'm like, of course Locke did because he's I don't he's a poop uh, and he likes to just kick things over. I love before he walks out the Dan, door. Dan's lot is not is the opposite of Bendis and Morrison. He likes to shake things up before ruin, he leaves. Yeah. I will say I love the final confrontation between like I, I'm I, I do you, it's not really a big spoiler. Do you care if I care about I yeah. already know. No, it. yeah. So so Ben, real quick. So Carnage is on mm-hmm. the Green Goblin, right? Okay. And and he's winning. Yeah. He's Spoilers Spider- for Amazing Spider-Man 800. Yeah. Uh, uh, so Spider-Man uses his reverse psychology, and he's like, yo, Norman, if you beat me, you will not have the satisfaction to beat me. It's Carnage who beat me. So you got to take that shit off if you want this to be a real fight. And, of course, he, it's, he has an ego, so he's like, oh, of course, and he rips it off and he gets his ass kicked. Isn't that basically what happens? Wait. Yeah, yeah, but that wasn't the death I was... No, no, no. I, I like that wait, wait. moment. No, so yeah, Norman no, that's Arms a cool Gorn moment. Is... But, but my problem with it is that it's my biggest problem with Slot is that he puts all this extra crap on to these characters all the time. And at the end of the day, for anything to actually be a good moment, he has to go back to basics. Because basics is better than all the shit he comes yeah. up with. Wait, so I'm a little confused. So um, Green Goblin, Norman Osborn, uh, this arc has Carnage on it. This arc is called it's the Red Goblin arc. Okay. Yeah. So he rips you know, off Carnage. Slot. Yeah, so he rips off uh, the symbiote, yeah. Carnage, to fight Sp- because yeah. he's, he's, so, yeah, he's yeah. so overpowered kicking Spider-Man's ass and then okay. Spider-Man gets into his head back like, to basics like hey oh, Norman okay. you spent all these years trying to beat me you're not beating me Carnage is beating me and I think that's 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 getting to his head I really like that because okay. Norman of course would be like oh you little asshole I'm gonna kick your ass okay I see that <laughs> I like as far as like no <laughs> no I just yeah. Ryan's like I like that well, no, every, like, time, no. every time I hear about things slot done i'm just like especially on big issues yeah it always feels like on big issues he gets like this stupid big bombastic i'm gonna shake it up and i'm like you're you're dumb oh, yeah. i'm not saying i like the issue a lot but like at that moment like that's that's a good no, i like moment. that moment a lot too yeah. when i that when i heard about the issue because i didn't read it i heard about it the stuff with I like i read about it oh my God. and 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 here's the thing <laughs> everything sounded stupid except that one moment and that one moment really stood out to me for what i just said to you when he it, he literally had to peel away everything that he'd created and go back to the basics of Green Goblin and Spider-Man yeah. for it to be a good moment. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That's everything that I have a problem with of, about him is that he's, he's all just this fluff that he lays on top of good work. Yeah, Stephen Moffat. Oh. Um, <laughs> also, real quick. <laughs> You're uh, not wrong. The, the, thing with, oh. with, uh, with yes. the thing with Cletus Cassidy in Osborne, I won't go into it more. I think that's real stupid, too. Yeah, I agree with that's you. That's really stupid. That's all. There, there's just a lot of dumb choices. I was there. really hoping that he wouldn't pull his slot bullshit, but like he kind of totally did. Yeah. Slot um, pulled a slot. Yeah. So he got slotty. So I guess that's that's it then. Uh, about my yeah, pull? I mean, Mega, Mega Man and Are Sonic. Are you reading Sonic? Man, yeah, Mega I'm still. So, I'm, I'm still. I haven't gotten number four or five yet, but I'm still reading Sonic. I'm actually kind of enjoying I it. I have Sonic. 
And I actually know why, um, like, midway through, they kept uh, Archie kept rebooting the series. Why? They kept, um, there was a lawsuit with one of the old writers. Interesting. Yeah. So, so just real quick to end this, um, do you think, do you think uh, comics are a better place than they were one year ago? I'm going to say. financially or creatively? Uh, creatively, because I don't care about money. Well, you should. Um, well, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. that's not my question. Uh, creatively, yes. I think there's a lot of good creative talent on there right now. Uh, and a lot of people are trying to like insert a lot of good momentum into the into the into the medium. Uh, financially, well, as we all know, comics are at an all-time low. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope that this is not the beginning of a downturn for DC. I don't want that. I want it to stay strong. They've only really been. got New Age of Heroes tipping them down. No, I know, but I mean, like, we're we're kind of waiting on some things to happen Dim now. Clock. So, well, and how's the Batman wedding going to play out mm. and things like that? Not that I'm worried about it, but I'm like, I hope this isn't like things are starting to shift. Yeah, I hope this ho- is like I, like the I beginning hope that of DC the end. keeps yeah. running running solid. Yeah. You know, I yeah. think with with because I was listening to a podcast earlier and they said this like Justice League should be their premier book. Like that should be like their big seller. That's all of their and I characters. I think that's what, what Scott Snyder wants to do is yeah. make it that again. And for and for the last fifty issues, like kind of Justice League was not their big book. No. So they got the greatest creative team they possibly could at this moment, and they're like, "Yo, guys, we really care. We actually, this is a book we care about." Yeah. And I think I think it's a it's a nice start. I think it's a good start. And, yes. And I hope that maybe finally we're seeing some turnaround for Marvel. I agree. Like like big turnaround. They got like. They got Lemire back writing Century. Like, like they they had like guys like Lemire and Remender. Like they freaking hate the big the big two. Well, like we, they have to do a lot to get them back in. And DC got him with Terrifics, even though it might not be <clears throat> what what they you know. It they is. got his name for. They terrifics. got his name, yeah. But they got him to to help make a book he wanted to make. So like I feel like they're probably they're doing good things right now. I'm I'm hoping because we've talked about this before, and I hope this is like like I want I want Spider Man to be strong. You know I want. The Immortal Hulk to be like a really good turnaround for the Hulk. I hope Tana Hesse Coates' Captain America rings solid with people. Anything uh, Don- Donny Cates is exclusive at Marvel now. Oh yeah, so, like, Donny Cates' Venom. I'm, I'm grabbing I, that too. I hope yep. that. Like, and uh, Cosmic Ghost Rider is about to drop. Hell yeah! Like they're talking about with Venom, how Donny Cates like, no, I'm on this for the long haul. I hope we see more long running titles. Same, 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 same. Not a whole. I don't. I hope we stop seeing so many reboots. I think that's how Nick Spencer feels about Amazing Spider-Man, also, and I hope that that's true. I agree. Um, all right, I love it. Uh, so to wrap up, I just want to ask you guys a question. No. Uh, all right. What are you excited for going forward? For the podcast or for what? Yeah, for anything for life? really. I guess, you know, oh for life. Man. No, not for life. That's too broad. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, way too broad. Let's start we'll with start pod- a 401k. Let's start with the podcast. Oh, gosh. I'm honestly. To live here. I'm excited. Yes. I'm <laughs> to excited. To not have to phone in. <laughs> to, uh, to move in with my homie Sparks here. Woo! And then we can really get some content going. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Wink. Wink, wink. Oh no 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 no! Oh no no no! Lick lick! No no no! What? Oh lick, sorry. Lick. Uh, Ben. You know what I? Ben Bridges. <laughs> He's out of his death here. Oh my god! Are you okay. <laughs> I'm tired, man. It's been a long, long day. Well, let's hurry up. <laughs> no, um, I'm excited. For, I'm excited for when uh Sparks gets down here, and then Ryan and I can finally get some things that we've been trying to get off the ground, off the ground, finally. So I'm excited for Video. cryptic and vague video games. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited for. Um, I I you know what, I'll say it like this, I we've been talking about a while about starting new shows and new content and moving to video. I hope that this 
next year is when uh, those finally happen. A guaranteed. Here's to a third year. Woo! Third trimester. Oh, boy. Um, oh, boy. I am looking forward to, by being here, being able to take in even more nerd culture because I, I can read comics that I don't have to necessarily buy because I'll be more actively able and oh, talking yeah. with you guys to do things or see some shows or Dude, movies our library, that I normably wouldn't because I'll be in your vicinity. Our library like of comics and movies is going to be so big. Yeah, it oh is. Oh, my God. Yeah. We could go to movie screenings together. <gasps> yeah. Not, oh, I'm saying for, not for the second time. Yeah. I'm yeah. seeing Jurassic World. Uh, earlier than you guys actually. What, like a press I screen? might yeah. be as well. Oh, oh look oh. at you, fancy prances. All right, all right then. Oh, oh, oh. Well, let's call it a night then. I guess it's only one in the morning. Yeah. Uh, is that all we're saying about the future? That's all I really got to say. Look for stuff in the future when we do it. Did you want to tease up? Never mind. I guess not. <laughs> I tease. I tease what I could. Okay. I. Do we we no, like our we like our book club. We do like our book we club. We do want oh, to yeah, find yeah. a way to expand our book club eventually. The book club, like, I'll be honest, the book club is my favorite segment. I like book club. So we're, we're, we want to find a way to expand on the book club element. We're working on it. Yeah. I like it. All right, Something guys. to look forward to. Yeah. All right, you guys. Well. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Happy anniversary. From last week. Don't be a dick. Happy anniversary, guys. Happy anniversary. And again, my longest commitment. To, uh. Well, to many more. On oh, and uh, you know, uh, hey, thanks to everyone who's listened for the past year. Thanks. Yeah. At any point, hey. not necessarily the or whole year. Or for those who've yeah. been all two years, thanks. Hey, I mean, if you've listened no to us for two years, please let us know. Yeah. If you've never I mean, commented, just just say, hey, I've been here for two years. Like, why? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, but why? Uh, and and thanks for everyone who's helped, you know, with the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All the people who support us. Yeah. yeah. I'm too tired to rem- have remembered all that, so thank you very JB much for Jabberwock, saying. JB Jabberwock, Lens welcome. for Eyes. Um, we got some guests that came on. and all Oh, that you know stuff. what? Yeah, thank you to all the guests that have been on the yeah. show, because like, that means a lot. Yeah, dude. May uh, I? If you're listening. I'm, I was about to do roll call, but okay. No. Robot no. roll call? Don't do roll call. No. We want to get out of here quickly. Because right, we point. might forget somebody, and then we'll all feel yeah, bad. Yeah, right. and yeah, thank you to everyone who's been on the show. Thank you to everyone mm-hmm. who listens to the show. Thank you to everyone who contributes to the show. Thank you thank to all of our family and friends who support us doing this, even into the late hours that we yes. do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Especially them. Yes. Yeah. They're yeah. the real MVPs. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. All right, guys. Well, for another year. And thank you, Taco Bell. You know what? You know what's funny? We we used to be all about the Olive Garden. We did, and then we tr- we, we, then we traded up <laughs> to Taco Bell. Traded up? You called to yes. Olive Garden for trade? Yes. Hell yeah, dude. Okay. Yes. Okay. Listen, they don't have sandwiches where the bread is meat. <laughs> all right, take that Olive Garden. All you right. know we still go to Olive Garden for hold on. And stuff. Yeah. Hold on. Let's 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 get out of here for the second year, guys. Stay fake, nerds. <laughs>